Hello and welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, December 22nd. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Hello, everybody. Hope you guys are doing wonderful. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember last week when we posted the episode, it was two days after you had gotten the booster shot. That is right. Yeah. This week, it is two days after I have gotten the booster shot. Uh, That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to make it. (laughs) Okay. I it kicked my butt really for like a, a day yeah yeah you took one day off right I took one day off I was I was thinking maybe I could work past it like like the day before like I can just push through it and work right yeah. I'm, I'm working from home anyways could you have no it was that bad it was that bad yeah it, it was very bad for a short amount of time really it was like um like okay I felt pretty bad in the morning like I woke up like okay uh pains or whatever right yeah Ache, aches and pains but then for like an hour or two I had like my fever like shot up and like I cannot control it. Like I was like, I'd like uh, take off my sweater, but then it'll get too cold. So I couldn't so feel it out. I felt uncomfortable for like an hour or two, like pretty bad. Oh no! And then that went away, and then it was like, okay, it's I already feel kind of better, like fifty percent there already. So you so, felt like the whole symptoms in like half a day. Yeah, it felt like it, it kind oh, of. Man. And then and then for like the next couple, like even a day or two, I did feel kind of creaky. And you just got the booster. I'm gonna get the booster and the flu shot at the same time. <laughs> That's right. I actually, I, I think I scheduled for both. Yeah. And I just forgot to get the... Oh, jeez. I forgot to ask for the uh, the flu. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm going to... It's going to kick my butt. You'll feel it for a day. I think that's just natural. You're going to feel it for a day at least. I'm already just kind of sore and tired normally. <laughs> All the time? Yeah. Yeah. So then sh- there should be no change, right? <laughs> yeah. I might have to take a day off. I think I think that would be good. The day before I take it. Yeah. Just to- <laughs> Mentally prepared. Just to prep. Yeah, I think that'll be. I think everyone kind of does that. Has to take a day off. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, also, I switched up. I did a different um, brand. Right, the I'm, first one was Moderna. The second, this this booster was Pfizer. Oh. And see, that's what that's what you messed up. That's what they say to do, though. Some people say oh. it's good to have a cocktail of it. Exactly. You want beer before liquor, never sicker. Mm. Liquor before beer, never fear. Are you saying I did the re- reverse? I should have done it the other way around. Yeah. If if would you mess around with lights and dark? If you drink a shot of whiskey and then a shot of vodka, oh, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> then you throw in some tequila in there. Oh, that, that doesn't mix well. I don't know. Every time I shoot that into my arm, I feel fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got it under control. <laughs> I first got the Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. It was like, I got the shot, and the next day, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't get this. <laughs> Is that you, On the, the news? news? Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, you don't put... It was like, as soon as they pushed it in, they're like, oh, breaking news. Oops. <laughs> don't do this. Don't put baby powder in your arm. <laughs> so now I'm getting the Pfizer as the booster shot. Okay, you're scheduled for that already. You know yeah. what you're getting. Yeah. I guess that's what people... What's available right now, because that's what I got, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first one to be like approved for the third dose, I think. I see. So okay. That's why it's the most available, I think. Prevalence? Yeah. All right. That's good. I also hear it might be the best of these boosters. Technically, this might be my first shot because I got the Johnson Johnson first. Who knows what that was? <laughs> <laughs> Is this something you got from the back of a truck or something? <laughs> 
Uh, and he had CVS. Okay. I did the same, yeah. Yeah. yeah was funny. it like a long process? Did you have to wait a while? No, no. It was really fast. Um, I didn't have to wait like 10, 15 because there was someone in front of me that got there, yeah. right? The schedule, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then after that, it's just like the time it takes to get the booster and the 15 to wait, right? So yep. that's part of it. Um, but I've heard other people have lines to wait in to get their, really? their booster and that, but that's... Yeah. They're like cities over, so I don't, I don't know if it's as uh, okay. busy as here. Because I had to like, I scheduled a, a time, like an exact appointment. I did too, yeah. yeah. And th- they did the same thing, but they also got a line. That's weird. Yeah. So I scheduled it for like my lunch hour. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to grab a bite to eat, go get the shots at CVS, maybe have an ice cream, make a day of it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know how long it's going to take people at work. So just, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, there was a line. I had to. Yeah, so many people. Yeah. I had to f- I crawl and fight to get one. <laughs> But I'm hoping I won't have to take a day off. Okay. But I, I think mean, I think honestly think you will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take uh, OJ. Take the. Did that it, help you drink a lot of OJ? The OJ did help. When I I didn't at first, and then I got that, and I started to go faster. The, yeah. the healing, and really? then uh, maybe what did it say? Pain reliever. Okay. Take one of those. I got some of that. I forgot to do that. I forgot. I was at CVS already. I forgot to go buy some. Speaking of OJ. Yeah. He was released early out of prison. Really. <laughs> Recently? Again? Recently, yeah. Again? I mean, again. Like, I I know he got released. I think he was on parole. Like, how long ago? Like, months ago? I don't know. I think he's, like, now off of parole. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I thought you were saying, like, this week. Like, no, I know he's been, he's been out. He's been golfing around. Yeah, but I think he was out on parole. Oh. And now he's, like, fully free. Yeah, I mean, why was he in there in the first place? I don't really don't get it. I don't know. I yeah. thought he was, he was acquitted, right? <laughs> the glove did not fit. The, the first time around, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Double Jeopardy. <laughs> I know the rules. I've seen the movie. <laughs> uh, his uh, his social media game. He's working on it, but it, it's pretty funny. His his like intro to Twitter. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, Twitter world." <laughs> It's so good, so funny. These old people don't know how to do social. I don't. I don't know social media too, but it's funny seeing celebrities do it. Yeah, trying right. to stay relevant. Yeah, uh, Matthew McConaughey is pretty bad at it, actually. Oh, really? You'd think he like he's likable. So charming. Guy. Yeah, it's too thick when he does these videos, mm. and he's each each thing has to have a lesson at the end. Oh, right. That's Everything is like an Oscar speech. Yeah, the lessons you learn in a Lincoln, right? All these oh, things. Everything has to be a TED talk. Yeah. Do you know the scene in Wolf of Wall Street with him and Leo having like the cocktails and he's doing the whole chest beating mantra thing? Exactly. Yeah? Yeah. So that's not in the movie, what? but that is like, uh, he does that before scenes to like just loosen up for the scene. Are you serious? Yeah. Like that's just something that's he picked something up he on? something he naturally does every movie. Is everything in that conversation real? So I think he just started doing that in the middle of the scene. And he's like, just do it with me. Like, like he just made it part of the scene. That's so funny. And then there's a, there's a part of it where he starts like humming and doing all these like, oh, right? Yeah. And then Leo looks to the, he almost looks to the camera. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but that's him looking at the director, Martin Scorsese. Like, are we still rolling? Like, just go with doing it. this? Yeah. So if you watch that scene again, there's a, a shot where Leo like kind of looks away. He's like, is this, do I keep going? That's so funny. Yeah. And Leo, I think he's like, he's serious about his work, obviously. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take this seriously. And mm. Scorsese's like, keep going. Keep going, just let it roll. That's and Matthew McConaughey's like, oh. <laughs> so good. We, we should do that before each podcast. Oh, that yeah. should loosen us up. Let's just do that in between, like, 
the news and the comic book will just start doing the that little mantra. It's a new portion of the show. I like that. Yeah. They're also drinking like martinis. We got to do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like we're not already. No, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Uh, why don't you explain to the listeners how we normally do the show? First, we start off with our Native American tribal chest beating. <laughs> oh. For, and then first we'll go into our comic book news. What, uh, what came in in comic books this week. In the middle, we'll talk. We usually talk about a comic book, but this time around, we're going to be doing a review of Spider-Man No Way From Home. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, right? It's not No Way From Home. Oh, uh, No Way Home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no Way Home. And at the end, we'll talk about our side stories. We talk about, uh, we've been watching, reading, whatever entertainment we've been taking in this week. All right, let's jump into the comic book news. Call. <laughs> Now, I know we're going to talk a lot about Spider-Man, and we have already. Like, the last six months has just been mostly Spider-Man news. Weeks and weeks, yeah. It's been fun, but it's also been a lot. But the next big movie could be even bigger. That's right. Um, The Batman is back. I'm so excited for this movie. If anything can beat Spider-Man, it's Batman, and I think he's the only one. And will he? Yeah. Will he topple? Uh, Yes. (laughs) It's a different vibe. It's a totally different vibe. Um, we got a new trailer. Well, when I say we, I mean the world got a new trailer because it was not necessarily targeted for us. We didn't get it. It no. wasn't for uh, Okay. It was targeted for the international audiences. So I think the trailer's in Japanese. The one you could see online, the yeah. new one. Yeah. But the US didn't get one? Like I mean, we got one a couple of weeks ago. I see. Okay. Yeah. But, but this trailer it has a little bit more footage and a little bit more, I think, reveals more story details. All right. Possible yeah. Easter eggs in there so it's, it's pretty much the same trailer that we got yeah it looked you know, a lot of familiar lot shots of, yeah but then there's more of each shot i think and it alludes more to the Riddler unraveling this big secret that Gotham has. Gotham, right. Yeah. And the uh, the Wayne family. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the trailer, they try to make it seem like Riddler knows Batman's identity. Yeah. Like he's just following him around. Yeah. Almost. But I think I think he doesn't. I think they just edit it that way. Okay. So they're tricking us, the fans, into mm-hmm. thinking that. That Riddler knows his identity. Because he's like, the, the audio is like, you're a part of this. Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne as Batman's taking off his mask. Unmasking him. Yeah. But uh, it, the audio, when he says Bruce Wayne, sounds a little different than the first part of the sentence. It's cut together? Yeah, I think it's cut together. Well, do you think that is the Riddler saying the name Bruce Wayne? I think it is the Riddler saying Bruce Wayne, but maybe in another part of the movie, and maybe he just knows Bruce Wayne, the Waynes have a secret, maybe. The Wayans. He, doesn't, <laughs> he just doesn't know. I don't think he knows necessarily that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Okay. Ah. It, with these super villains, right? These mad super villains that have it all together, that have it plot out. It's very much a trademark of Batman. Yeah. I would imagine Riddler has knows a lot. And mm-hmm. I think that could be what he knows is the Wayne family's done dirty work even yeah. if it looks so pristine. Right. I think that is true. And um, how all maybe like the rich families of Gotham got their money is through um, maybe like dirty deeds. Yeah. Okay. And corruption. And uh, the Riddler is the one unraveling all this. I think he's trying to make it known that that's how these people got rich. And maybe because Bruce's parents died while he was still young, Bruce actually doesn't even know that this is true. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And even though he's knows so much as like a skilled fighter, whatever, it's mm-hmm. the personal stuff that's he yeah. learn comes to learn is going to eat him. Where his money comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That could be pretty impactful storytelling. Yeah. 
uh, he the Riddler is dressed like the Zodiac, right? Like a serial sure. killer. Yeah. I think he's going to do some killing. But if he's revealing these uh, bombshells, do you think he has some morals to him? Like maybe these are, he's seeing himself as like an um, exposeist and is just revealing this to the, to the world. Like he thinks he's I doing think good so. things. I think so, yeah. I also think he believes he's a victim of it. Oh. Of like, they've taken maybe something from him. Maybe he loses something important to him through the corruption of Gotham. Yeah. Because one of the person, the, in the in the trailer, the main trailer, he we see somebody that he's killed and they're like wrapped up in duct tape and his like there's a message on his face that's right yeah yeah i think that's the judge mm, okay yeah um so he's killing very high up people it could be someone that put away someone related to him a yeah. father or whatever yeah and then he's just going out for revenge yeah and also i think like the judge is corrupt too like he's yeah. saying everyone's corrupt everyone yeah yeah is corrupt oh wow and batman we know this is only like his early years as batman mm-hmm. he might be like oblivious to this too he's figuring this out as he goes we know of like bruce wayne he'll leave to get all of these skills right the, yeah. the training so maybe he's been, he's been gone. gone for a while right right that's what happens in batman begins mm-hmm. same thing could be happening here uh do you think uh the riddler and cobblepot are in cahoots in any way Ooh. or is he just uh, in the mix and regular old galoots that's trying to make himself in the world and I, riddler is the no. mastermind i think the riddler is actually trying to clean the city in his sick way warped mind yeah, so he's trying to get rid of the filthy rich, but also like the, I don't think he aligns himself with the criminal underworld either. Wow. I think possibly, you know, they make Cobblepots, that yeah. name, before were like a rich people in the comics. Yeah, they were, yeah. So what if like Penguin was of the elites, his family oh, was, yeah. when he's very young also, maybe sure. they were taken out yeah. and like excluded from that. Mm. And that's why he's so motivated to become this rich person again yeah and he has like you know maybe a gutter punk accent now yeah but that, that's what his reality was but he's trying to be anything and that that could be enough for a show too his show's coming right that's confirmed already too. that's confirmed happening so that can wrap up his character as like this really motivated but um i, I don't know if he's the smartest character you know right yeah. yeah do you think the show could be a, some kind of prequel where he doesn't look that scarred up yet oh that maybe he doesn't have to wear that much <laughs> that's gonna be a lot of uh makeup work to make him look younger so no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, that could that could be pretty pretty amazing. So that would be a reason why there's no Batman yet to stop him, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that could be somehow where the Gotham Central people could have more of a presence if Batman's not around. Yeah, that's true. So there's a Gotham PD kind of style show, right? Mm-hmm. Plus a Penguin show. Yeah. So a lot of it's getting really confusing because there's like this universe plus the Justice League Snyder universe, DCEU. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they call it, right? DCE. <laughs> DC European Union. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is like the Matt Reeves universe. Yeah, which is just growing. Yeah, it's like... Well, I'm not mad at it because connecting everything together has proven to be the wrong formula for DC specifically. They didn't know how to do it. They didn't have a game plan to do it. Just don't do it then. Just don't do it. Just just do these little pockets. All right. And there's even these other fringe things that are not connected. Yeah. Yeah. But the Matt Reeves one, I mean, from what I've seen, which is not a lot, but very intriguing. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to like it. Way more of a serious tone. Uh... 
a lot of the things I've heard about this trailer, though, uh-huh. there was a quick shot of, I think, like a detective's board of, you know, suspicious figures, right? Sure. So people were saying in one of those shots, it was Joker in the background and it was an Easter egg. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a black and white. There was a picture of him kind of at the side of uh, Bruce Wayne in oh. the background. Not Batman, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I don't know. What I, makes I, you think it's Joker? Some people said like it's just a sinister looking smile behind like, okay. like seriously, like a clown face though, right? Oh. Uh, I think it was just maybe one of the those henchmen or that gang that was there and there was like a shot of them mixed in the middle of it. Maybe there that's the crew that like um causes an explosion at the funeral. Yeah. That could be that scene, maybe. Okay. And that's what I think. I don't think the Joker's in this movie. I don't think the Joker's in this movie, but I've heard rumors that they already plans to introduce the Joker in this universe. Really? And uh, there's a lot of rumors saying they already casted it. And it's, um, what's his name? Is it like Brian Cogan from Eternals? From Eternals? Oh, what? It's the guy that played Druig. Oh. Because he is in the movie for sure. But he's cast as like a police officer. He's pretty short and like he looks like a kid still. I think he's a very good actor. Yeah, that's true. And uh, people are saying like he's the next big guy in Hollywood. And I think... Giving him the Joker could prove like his acting ability. Yeah, I mean that's a big mantle to carry. Yeah. Wow. So there's that, a strong theory online that he is the Joker. That's gonna feel different, right? From the Jokers we've gotten, him getting that role. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arthur Fleck with the thing. Uh, so if we're going um, from the comics, the three Jokers story, kind of. Sure. Sure. There's three different styles of the Joker. Yeah. So there's um, the comedian, which is more of like the Arthur Fleck kind, like a stand comedian that failed and it was like demented and, yeah right there's the uh, criminal which i think could be this joker it could be more criminal okay yeah because it's more serious yeah. and then there's the clown which i think um the leto <laughs> leto i was gonna say like heath ledger is maybe more of like the clown one that's kind of true he's more theatrical about it yeah yeah so if we're going criminal maybe a little bit closer to like the jack nicholson that is more criminal yeah yeah and i think we're going back to that maybe so, okay. Not super theatrical, not super clowny, but still like methodical and still the Joker. Yeah. A smile definitely has the makeup. Yeah. But he's more of a gangster. Yeah. Which this world I think would fit better than um maniacal clown. Yeah. We've kind of already have that feel with Riddler already. He's kind of, yeah. he's wearing this mask. He's, he's kind of theatrical about it too, because he's mm-hmm. setting up this whole. He's leaving clues. Yeah. <laughs> he's making you guys play Clue, the board yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman, I think, is at least in his early years, which he is in this movie. Yeah, it's not that smart yet. <laughs> he he's not experienced. He's smart. He not just wants to beat people up. That's true. He's just vengeance. He thinks also not his intelligence. <laughs> He thinks his body armor is just going to save him no matter what. He's walking up to yeah. people, gunshots coming at him. Yeah. He's brazen oh, is man, the word. That seems really cool. You really like that? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it, actually. I was like, oh. I was thinking he's he thinks he's too strong. But uh, <laughs> Well, Matt Reeves good. wants this to be like a noir detective thing. Totally. So I think it's Batman learning more to be that way. So he's not that yet at the beginning of the movie. Because if All he was right. just this world-grade detective right away, he'd figure it out at the beginning of the movie. That, yeah. Okay. That's true. So it's going to be a, it's a Riddler. Yeah. It's a riddle, I should say. <laughs> 
yeah, we, we haven't really gotten this vibe yet, so I'm looking. I'm excited for that. Yeah, when was the last time we've gotten anything like this uh, in Batman? Like, was Ben Affleck's? His, his was just like actually the Batman that has everything, like like the and equipment he's done it all. Yeah, yeah, and he's scared of the super alien. Yeah, in Dark Knight, he had a little bit of that, trying to figure out who Joker was, mm-hmm. but also it wasn't like you know Detective Batman yet. He wasn't really the one that uh, figured it out. It's kind of just low Joker slowly revealing stuff yeah. right joker was like one step ahead S- stuff blowing up and uh revealing things i'm excited though this 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 batman do i have to go to uh was it japan to watch it yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's coming out in march already that's pretty quick yeah i'm excited though this is not dceu proper mm-hmm. it's not no they're still expanding that dceu universe that's not done with the this snyderverse the snyderverse if you want to call it that it's still like they say they want to like close that off or whatever or not get bogged down by that but they're still putting movies and shows that are in that i'm also questioning if these movies that are announced are in that or not i don't i, I can't they because like what the suicide squad that's in that because harley quinn is in it yeah okay so that means the peacemaker show is in that you're right yeah the batgirl show or movie that's coming who knows what it is who knows what it is but they also cast jk simmons as gordon so that, right. he's in that's in that so that's in that and now they're announced that the the originally planned um, Blue Beetle movie, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be like Batgirl where it's going to premiere on HBO Max. Right. Now they're moving it. It's going to be a theatrical release only in August of 2023. That's right. So another movie set for the theaters. This is the Jaime Reyes version of Blue Beetles. The more popular one. Newer one, right? Yeah. Uh, the more multicultural one. Sure. The more, <laughs> the more inclusive one. Exactly. Um, I, I'm i not sure if I'm super excited about this, but it's more of the why not type of column <laughs> sure. of, of uh, movies. Um, Blue Beetle, interesting, very fun character. I think the casting is pretty spot on. Yeah. Uh, how do you pronounce the guy's name? It was like Zolo? I think you have to, I think it's Ch- Cholo. Zolo? Cholo. I think that's actually how it is. I'm not sure. X-O-L-O? Yeah. Yeah. I apologize if I say it wrong. Yeah. I have no idea. It's the guy from Cobra Kai. That's right. Right. And I think that's like, he is Jaime Reyes. I think like he totally fits that character. Kind of like a uh, almost, bumbling almost teenager. Too close. Yeah. I think you're right. He's a teenager for sure. And then he's also like kind of kind of a bumbling nerd, right? Yeah, right. That happens to get the superpower, mm-hmm. whether that be a Blue Beetle or uh, Cobra Kai powers. <laughs> Cobra powers. Cobra powers. Uh, martial arts powers. I, uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be in the vein of um, Shazam. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like the character of this Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes? I kind of think he kind of he's kind of just there. And I, I don't know if I am attracted to that character too much. I think he just shows up in like a lot of team books that are fun. Yeah. Teen Titans, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've... Uh, getting gotten enthralled in any of his solo stories. So the idea is he gets his powers from like this scarab, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. This blue beetle, like, and is it like a medallion or like some kind of crest or something? It's a, it's a backpack. It's a backpack. That's what it is. Yeah. So the original blue beetle, there's there's was, like uh, three of them, but the original was cord, right? There's there's I'm, I'm, I honestly don't know. There's Ted okay. Cord. He's Ted one Cord, of them. Yeah. But I don't know which one that is. Ted Cord used the scarab but didn't put it on. He just tried to like 
tap into his powers and so he was like not as powerful right That's whereas right. this Jaime Reyes the scarab like attached to his body on his back yeah and it like lives on him now it's like part of him it's, and he could hear it talking to him it's very the look is kind of like the iron spider look where it's like a metallic right. yeah uh, where, it, where it would be spandex it's more like sp- uh, it's a metallic kind of look mm-hmm. right yeah and a backpack that can do almost anything <laughs> almost anything it's like cyborg yeah where he can make a cannon out of his hand or right. whatever right or he can make a rocket fly and he can jump up and down or whatever yeah perfect for a jetpack mm-hmm. right for him uh, so the way it talks to him because sometimes he makes him do stuff he doesn't want to do and all that mm-hmm. I really think this is like a YA Venom oh uh, yeah something that's not so much a bloodthirsty yeah. monster but something he has to like deal with like internally is it like more robotic kind of a personality or is it actually like has a voice and is like a I think it has a voice yeah it has a voice but is it like does it argue with him or is it more just like I am a robot I am a I think it argues with him and talks to him okay okay yeah yeah but uh, not like maybe not like venom mm-hmm. or it's like oh let's go kill somebody or whatever but it's it's sometimes like i don't know maybe closer to cyborg where like you're in danger you should go in whatever attack mode and he doesn't want to yet or it's whatever. honestly like that thing in spider-man's yeah. costume that talks to him yeah. right um so I'm, I'm also curious, wasn't there also a, bl- a Blue Beetle that had it that was also attached to him before that? Like the very first one? That, I don't remember. Yeah. And then Ted Cord was the middle one that can not activate it for some reason. It would not yeah. uh, attach onto him. He was like a scientist though. Yeah. And could figure it out. And I think that character, Ted Cord, is going to show up like... Oh. maybe um, teaching him how to use it even though he can't use it himself but he, he knows the most about it right maybe he had it and he's like doing experiments on it and Jaime Reyes accidentally gets in contact with it yeah and it chooses him yeah it chooses him and now Ted Core's like pissed like dang that was mine I gotta deal with this kid now yeah <laughs> yeah um, that could be pretty powerful if like Ted Cord gets jealous a bit and yeah maybe he's resentful. a villain yeah I honestly don't know that much about Blue no, Beetle or Jaime <laughs> But uh, I, I do you think the MCU is going uh, Young Avengers, I think, coming up. Sure. Or do you think DC is going to go Teen Titans in the movies? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But that I think that would be pretty cool if they could kind of like, almost if they could beat them to the punch. I don't think they can. Because if you ask me from the comics who I like better, uh, Teen Titans or Young Avengers, I would say Teen Titans. That's true. They're they're uh, an older property. property. Yeah. yeah. They've had decades. Yeah. But even just what I've seen like on the shows and uh, the Young Justice show. Yeah. And, and even Titans the show. Yeah. I like those characters. Teen Titans the cartoon is pretty awesome. Teen Titans Go? I haven't given it a try, but I heard it's not bad. <laughs> Um, the Batgirl movie that right. sadly is still set for just HBO Max, not mm. the theaters. Maybe that'll change, but she could be part of the Teen Titans. Yeah. Um, there could be a Robin that's just there already. Uh-huh. I don't know what else they would mix in there. Because I don't think they should go with the Titans lineup just because that would be... Retreading. Retreading. Too much. You've seen so much already. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe if, if it's a fusion of the Young Justice and uh, Titans lineup, that'll be pretty fun. Mm. That'd be, I, I really think they could do it and they should do it. The Aqualad character. Yeah, maybe that or like a Kid Flash or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, we could use some more Flash characters. I'm not sure if I love Ezra Miller, so. Really? Yeah, maybe let's pass the, the, the torch as fast as possible. <laughs> 
I um I'm really surprised that this moved from just HBO Max to now it's going to be in the theaters. I think they have maybe they got a revised script and they have more confidence in it, or they think that because it's 2023, by that time um they can make more money in theaters again. Okay, they were just not sure about that. Yeah, I think maybe they saw how much money Spider Man got. Yeah, and they're like, okay, we're back. Let's go <laughs> put in theaters again. We're back on, guys. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, th- is that do you think their formula? where they'll just announce something. They're going to announce the movie no matter what. So the yeah. it is HBO Max to see how the, the crowd feels about it. Sure. Is everyone pissed that's just going to HBO Max or happy yeah. that they can just watch it at home and then decide decide then like which fork they're going to, what side of the fork sure. they're going to go. It's weird because like movies like Black Adam. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, I get that's a theater movie. You got The Rock. Yeah. yeah. But Blue Beetle, I would expect it to be an HBO only kind of thing. But they're going with theater, so I, I think they want to, of course, want to get as much as possible. So I think moving forward, maybe everything is just going to be theater again and not HBO Max. The big move for that, putting stuff on streaming only, Yeah, I think it was part of the streaming wars, like that big thing. Because HBO was very new at the time. At the, at the time, yeah. yeah. Disney Plus obviously has this whole set thing of Marvel shows to put on Disney Plus. Yeah. Maybe they don't feel too shabby in the HBO Max world. People really like HBO max for not just the you know superhero stuff that's true yeah. so they're like we don't really need it to be yeah. on exclusive to hbo max anymore and right. they can maybe just go back to their long game of it's just theaters. to get that initial push mm-hmm. yeah because hbo you get all the other just regular hbo stuff exactly uh, so they had a fan base already they had like a pool of customers already but with disney yeah because it's it's shows like hawkeye loki those are not gonna be in theaters they're shows mm-hmm, right so you have to get disney to watch it yeah yeah and so. i think uh there's not more that's pulling people to disney plus compared to hbo max which has all these like old movies that are pretty good and yeah. all these series that are classics mm-hmm. i don't i don't think it's not pulling these other shows that are on disney plus are not pulling people as much like yeah what meets world gets boring fast you know <laughs> That Will Smith show's not pulling you in? It was fun for the, for the bit, yeah. Um, but I think uh, Blue Beetle, maybe this does deserve a, a theatrical release, right? Yeah, I, I do think they want that Spider-Man money, and they think this could be their Spider-Man. It's not, but I think they, I bet they think that. What if it is? What if it's actually like the best thing out of DC? Just be, happens to be it. I won't allow it. You want? Oh, you, <laughs> <laughs> what? You're gonna talk to Kevin? Stop. Make another game plan. She's like, "Come on, dude, it's Blue Beetle." Uh, you don't know he, this this kid right yeah. he's got this like nerdy um character about him kind of like he, he could almost play peter parker <laughs> no <laughs> look i don't know the actor yeah i kind of don't like him <laughs> you're not you're not supposed to he's not like the every man like that like the leading man type of character right he's a kid in in cobra kai yeah even though he's kind of like the the fighter you're rooting for I'm just getting a lot of wilbur valderrama vibes <laughs> from him it's so funny on like the red carpets and stuff okay yeah look what happened to him Wait, isn't he got like a new show or something yeah i heard he's cast in a disney plus show where he's gonna play zorro there you go okay disney plus we'll yeah that's a big deal. Disney money. All right. Just make that 90s show and get it over with. Yeah. Is that, that's not out yet. <laughs> We've got a couple of decades. I'm going to love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, last thing on the news, going to the MCU now. Yes, back to the the winners. Yeah, <laughs> the winners. <laughs> the big question looming over Black Panther 2 mm-hmm. is how are they going to handle the passing of Chadwick Boseman and the character of Black Panther? That's right. They, that kind of leaves a, a hole as far as impactful characters in the whole cast. It's your leading guy. Obviously. Who takes over that. I, I read an article where um, they interviewed Chadwick's brother. Oh, hmm. And he said in the interview that Chadwick would have wanted them to recast T'Challa. Really? Yeah. Which I kind of agree with. I know that they don't want to do it. I know most people don't agree with that. But in my way of thinking, it's like T'Challa is such an important character and big character that Chad, I would think Chadwick Boseman would want that that character to live on. To go forward, yeah. right, continue on. Yeah. Because it means so much to so many people. Right, yeah. yeah. But I also understand why they wouldn't. It's also like a respect to right. Chadwick. Exactly. So it's, yeah, difficult situation there. Um, so what did they decide to do with this then? The whole scenario that's that they've been gifted. So they pretty much can kind of start from scratch yeah yeah and the way they're doing it is i think they're going to find this like the younger version that's going to take over the mantle okay wow i'm not saying who it is it could be a character we've already seen but i don't know who it is i don't know uh letitia wright's character shuri is kind of mm-hmm. younger right still yeah yeah i mean um i don't i don't know if that's who they're going for i mean there's stuff behind the scenes about yeah. her, her and also the way shuri is presented mm-hmm. and not as much as a fighter but we know she's back in the movie yeah and pretty much almost all of the cast is back in the movie. Yeah. Um, even Michael B. Jordan. How? He's dead, right? Is he, though? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I still watch the movie. Okay. Yeah, he's dead. Um, but he's going to be back. And the rumors are he's going to be back and be presented in the astral plane. That's where we saw T'Challa when he drank the herb. The hot ship herb. Yeah. yeah. And then he was buried and then he got to talk to his dad again. Yeah. And then Killmonger also did that and got to talk to his dad. Yeah. And now I think it's his turn to be there. And I think his him being there now and knowing what happened during the events of Black Panther, mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a different, like tone to him and he might still have the same ideals but maybe he realizes how he did it was wrong so he has to be like a, a ghost mentor to the next Black Panther it's um uh, it's like Yoda in oh yeah, well, yeah. Is, is The Last Jedi sure talking to uh, the, the Jedi and uh, I think it was Luke actually yeah it could be like that passing down some knowledge maybe the astral plane works differently and Killmonger had some time there to learn from his ancestors right oh, yeah, there. sure, yeah. Uh, maybe we, we can uh, dig deep into other ancestral characters there too that can mm-hmm. show up and kind of uh, give us confidence that Killmonger is not so yeah. much of a bloodthirsty character anymore. So my question is though, when they went back, they saw their fathers. Does this mean the next Black Panther that does this is Killmonger's child? Oh, wow. Uh, some kid that they didn't even know about is yeah. around. He could, could be that a kid. young hero. And he would still be in the royalty bloodline. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I guess it has to be someone that is uh, royal blood to take up the crown. Maybe he didn't not even necessarily know. Black Panther, right? Maybe he didn't even know he had this kid. He he's globe trotting, right? He he yeah. was in, in the military, had to go around. Because if we look back at um, Coming to America two, all right, Eddie Murphy did not know he had that kid. That's true. <laughs> and this is like the same universe, I believe. Right. It's pretty much a one for one. It's next. I think uh, Wakanda is next to what's the name of the. Zamunda? Zamunda? I think it's called Black Panther 2, Zamunda Forever. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
<laughs> Nick Fury was in the original <laughs> Coming to America. He he made it in the world from from robbing a McDowell's to <laughs> to becoming a Commander of Shield. Yeah, yeah. So director. What connected universe. Yeah. Too bad he lost that eye fighting. Eddie <laughs> <laughs> Murphy took out his eye. Oh man. But Killmonger, he was such a like impactful, well, like, like such a figure in, yeah. the, in the first movie that everyone kind of felt a loss that we're, oh, we're not going to get Michael B. Jordan yeah. in the next coming movies. That mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Uh, we got a taste of him already again in What If, and mm-hmm. that was fun. He's still a villain. He's still a villain. <laughs> He's actually the worst villain there. Yeah. So that yeah, they they really posed him to be pretty kind of bad, pretty bad. So yeah. how who is he passing down knowledge to? Like, is it maybe the next person he's passing down knowledge to is warped in any way, or not a too good of a person, or are, is whoever he's talking to actually going to argue with him and fight back, even maybe. though that is his ancestor? When he went back, or when he went to that plane and talked to his dad, yeah. Sterling K. Brown, um, um, his dad kind of felt like he failed him, yeah. and led him down the wrong path. So maybe Killmonger is also going to feel that way about however, like he's trying to like, don't, don't follow my path. Yeah. Don't make the same mistakes I did. Um, Some type of, uh, some lesson that he's passing down, right? Yeah. That his route was the wrong way to go. Yeah. Okay. So my guess though, is if he's doing this, it's a brand new character because it, like if Shuri were to do this, she wouldn't see him. If, I don't know, Baku or Okoye were to take that herb, they wouldn't see Killmonger. Yeah. So it'd have to be someone younger if it's actually ancestor, right? Yeah. And Killmonger's not too old, so it'd have to be someone new. Could it be just someone already in the tribe in in Wakanda? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Could it, could it be something like they stole the herb and just drank it? Like it's not part of the ritual. Oh, and, and just for the power of it. Yeah. And then they're surprised to find Killmonger there. Yeah, and see that whole thing. That could be the, what happens. But there's also uh, Ironheart. Yeah, she'll be in it. Would she ever take the herb for some reason? I don't. I don't know. That. It feels like that's not part of her character. Yeah. I, I think they're going to have a whole new character that becomes Black Panther. Okay. Maybe like a whole new character, like not even in the comics. Oh, like made up for Made it. up and like have a young person and then um, maybe they become part of Young Justice as a Black Panther. Young Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Young, uh, young uh, is it called Young Avengers? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a bad name. It kind of is. Um, It's a, such a mess what they have to like kind of make this mm. story, but having Killmonger will feel a whole of like someone that can uh bring a presence to screen sure but it, it does sound like it's just gonna be a little force ghost type deal yeah i don't think he's in it a lot yeah but if, if you have michael b jordan you use him yeah that's true yeah it could be kind of like a a favor to kind of you know yeah bring it whatever Greg coogler's got on the yeah. books i think he's got to figure it out but uh now, tricky situation when we see him in the astral plane is he wearing a shirt no why would no. He? if he's only in one scene it has to be shirtless <laughs> wasn't he <laughs> Aren't the uh, ancestors originally Panthers before? before? So he was obviously not wearing a shirt. Panthers don't wear shirts. Uh, I'm calling it now. He's gonna appear. He's, he's not gonna have a shirt. He's on. gonna have a shirt, and then once he transforms into a human, he's gonna take it off. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna challenge him to like in the middle of him talking to this person and trying to give him advice. He's just like slowly taking off his shirt. <laughs> huh? You were saying something? <laughs> Where you clothes at? <laughs> But I, I'm I'm obviously excited. This is one of the better um, Marvel movies. Yeah. So and the second one, these trilogies are usually the best sometimes. Oh, is that true? I don't. That's maybe not true for the MCU. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, well, a lot of movies to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman is just around the corner. Yeah. And I think that's going to be hard to beat. Um, you don't think Blue Beetle is going to beat it out? Mm-hmm. Fight for the spotlight? I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, yeah, we decided to just put it on HBO again. <laughs> <laughs> we heard what you had to say. Yeah. You're not too excited about it, <laughs> Chris and Daniel. <laughs> All right, maybe we'll hear about that next week. But until then, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We're on all major podcast platforms. Just search us uh, under Reader Copy Podcast. We also have the recap every Monday, so you won't want to miss it. You can also search up at the Reader Copy Podcast on all the social medias like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us on all, all those networks. We are not done yet talking about Spider-Man. We've finally seen it, so we're going to take a deep dive and uh, just spoil the hell out of it. Sometimes we review movies in our like side stories. Yeah, sometimes. Um, and then sometimes for the movies that merit it, we will dedicate a whole like episode to it. We did this for um, Endgame, of course. That was, deserved it. Yeah, I think we also did it for Joker. Yeah, which yeah. was also really good. Yeah, awesome, awesome superhero movie yeah. or villain movie, I should say. We haven't done one in a while, but this movie that came out this week, I feel like we have to talk about merits it, right? We have a lot to talk about yeah so um spider-man no way home it was on my most anticipated list of the year that i made it was number one yeah i think it was on everybody's don't yeah. you think but it was my number one <laughs> yeah. right um you almost did not you thought it was gonna be bad yeah I was, okay i'll say this i was wrong good good <laughs> uh also on that list was like mortal Kombat. that was really good uh all right that was of your opinion <laughs> fast nine that was really good that was not bad that was pretty that was better than i thought um green knight was on your list yeah green knight was on my list that uh, i couldn't get through snooze fest yeah and then what was the last one was it a comedy i don't I, did they make comedy must anymore? have not been good because i did oh i think it might have been Kingsman, which is not even out yet oh is it getting released this year or not i think it's getting released next week oh alright well, it's a comic book uh, is it a comic book yeah it's kind based of. on a comic book the what it was originally based on was right yeah, yeah. I did not like the first two so I don't you know like the first one no not really the first one made waves the second one was bad yes made yeah. bad waves the th- this one uh, it looks interesting twist things when I go backwards mix, mix things oh really already yeah alright so uh, but I was right about Spider-Man it was, no it you was. weren't I was right it was the most anticipated movie by me and <laughs> really did anticipate it (laughs) (laughs) i anticipate what you have to say about the movie okay obviously it just came out not even a week yeah but a whole lot of people watched it because it it was sold out everywhere and it's like one of the biggest pre-weekend box office ever hottest tickets around to get i mean the morning we woke up to buy the tickets yeah we had to go the next day because we couldn't can schedule it for thursday theaters are like we're back Spider-Man saved mm-hmm. the theaters. <laughs> we thought it was Nolan, but it was actually a different. Uh, yeah, you know. what was Nolan's movie? Tenant. Tenant. Yeah, that was that didn't do it. No. Blah. Yeah. Spider-Man: No Way Home. We'll go spoiler-free for first five minutes or so. Yeah, uh, but obviously the rest of it spoiler-heavy. Be warned. We're gonna break it down every scene that we can remember. Tidbit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll say this: it was I rank it like really high. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like top three MCU movies. I had to debate in my head in the middle of watching it. Is this the best one? This is the best one. I had. Wow. I was like racking around in my head. I had to like yeah. 
play for uh, maybe a minute. I was thinking about the other MCU movies because I had an mm-hmm. actual argument in my head. Is this the best MCU yeah. movie? It's very fun. And obviously from the trailer, we see returning villains. And my question was like, how are they going to really tie this together? Is it going to be messy? Is it just going to be thrown together? No, it's like written really, very well too. As far as it making sense. Yeah. It's so uh, great when you get that. Like yeah. these um, these movies are almost puzzles. Mm-hmm. Like um, the Civil Wars, the Infinity Wars of connecting How these things make together. It work? Yeah, and Spider-Man has so many characters that it can actually make that problem. Or like yeah. How you can put it together. Especially when you, you have it from other movies. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange, of course, is in it. And yeah. I think... He's not like shoehorned in it. I feel like he's an important piece to it. Not like how I feel like Iron Man and Nick Fury oh. in the first two Spider-Mans were like, well, maybe not so much Iron Man. Like he was important to it, but also like that's just there to sell tickets. I would say it doesn't feel organic to what Spider-Man is. Maybe yeah, Doctor Strange. I, I don't know though, if is, Doctor Strange is, is either. But he's like important to the story. The, he's the story, not just yeah. there as like a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big, big, obviously a big reason why the story's going yeah. on. And I honestly think he's a big part of just MCU moving forward. He's got some shoes to fill if that's really true. Yeah. Right. Tom Holland, I think this is the best Spider-Man movie that he's had. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I yeah. think hands down. Yeah. And um, obviously they, they say like this is a bigger one and it definitely feels that way. And I I don't know. Like it was, it was very good. The way uh, Tom Holland talked about it in interviews was this yeah. is like the more serious one. Yeah. And I agree with that. Um, I, 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 I think my jaw was dropping like each like scene as an oh, really? like I'm like, man, this is really good. And I'm watching right now. I'm really yeah. experiencing. I, I really love this movie. Um, John John Watts, I think, did a great job. Yeah, the director. Yeah, he did the first two also, but they felt. Um, I felt like this was the first one where it was like, oh, this is a Spider Man movie. I felt like the other two were kind of like, um, what, what's the word? Uh, Monster of the Week or something? Like, it's just like a story, like one concise story. Sure. And obviously, this is the one that kind of brings it all together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a trilogy in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Zendaya, I, she's more in this, and I, I liked her character more in all this. Right. Uh, and then, but I also think Ned was in it less, but I'm fine with it. I think he was good in it also. <laughs> Get him out of the way. No, no yeah. I'm not th- I'm not saying he's bad or anything, but he was definitely used less because there's a lot more going on in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But he's still very good in it. He's still very good. He's still involved. Um, yeah, like the last with him were pretty great. I yeah. think. I think the little bit we did get of him. Mm. Um, what else can we not spoil about this this movie? I mean, the action scenes are very good. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about it now. I want to spoil every okay. single thing. Let's uh, if you haven't seen it yet, be warned. We're about to just talk about the whole movie. Warning. Yeah. yeah. Um, jump ahead in the show notes. You can see where we get to side stories. But um, for the next, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, we're going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, and how great it was. Yeah. Uh, you want? You think we could break down the whole movie as much as possible? Um, yeah, if we go kind of fast. Yeah. I think uh, we'll lose something in there, but... Yeah, no, we're, we're not, not. going to be able to remember every scene, but it starts off right where No Way Home, or Far From Home, left off. The world knows Spider-Man's Peter Parker. J.K. Simmons revealed it yeah. that uh, Spider-Man... Spider-Man killed Mysterio, and he's a, 
uh, Peter Parker. Yeah. Right. And then MJ is in the mix. We see right away that MJ is kind of in danger as the crowd circles around yeah. her. So immediately, everyone that is close to Peter Parker is kind of like exposed. Um, they know where he lives. There's like helicopters right away surrounding him. Um, Ned, like his family, they're being like interrogated. Mm-hmm. Um, MJ. Uh, Aunt May. Aunt May. So they don't feel safe there anymore. They're even like pulled by the cops and they're, they're questioning all this. And there's a funny scene where Ned's like, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. And then he ends up like just like spilling the beans without realizing. I'm the guy in the chair, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, so you've been helping a vigilante. He's like, no. no. <laughs> I'd like to talk to my lawyer. Um, and so they have to hide out in uh, Happy's apartment. Apartment, right yeah well first they get uh they run they do hire a lawyer that's right in the in, they meet up with matt murdoch charlie cox charlie is cox is in it um and uh he's I, I was right he does not appear as daredevil but he <laughs> is in the movie as matt murdoch yeah and he catches that little thing there revealing his superpowers obviously he's not just a random lawyer that has red glasses he's a very good lawyer yeah i wish this scene was longer I wish there was more of it. And I think there is on the cutting room floor. There's more of this scene. Yeah. And um, there's an interview that Tom Holland did where he's pretty much describing the scene. He didn't say it's Charlie Cox, but he's like, there's a scene at a dinner table where we just talk about being superheroes for a long time. And it's like one of his favorite scenes to shoot. And I think there's probably a a whole lot more footage of this scene that didn't make it into the movie. You think that he reveals he's Daredevil and they talk about it for a while? I think so. But it just, this movie is long. Yeah, was and they needed the scene in there to get charlie cox into mcu but to reveal that he's daredevil to spider-man was not that important yet yeah, well okay and maybe they they want it for future things they don't want him to know yet yeah and they could be more impactful later but it's official charlie cox daredevil is in it kingpin is in hawkeye it's real it's happening guys netflix is in the mcu <laughs> everything in netflix is mcu disney bought netflix yeah stranger things is mcu <laughs> Um, Queen's Gambit is Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Gambit 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 Excellent It's official guys yeah, It's all connected <laughs> uh, The great British baking show all That's right. MCU related That's not even Netflix originated <laughs> That's where I watch that's, it That's Britain <laughs> The Britain is in the MCU <laughs> Right, <laughs> um, but yeah, I wish the scene was a little longer. I wish there was more to it. Uh, that scene you're talking about that we didn't get sounds pretty interesting, but I kind of liked how it was short and concise, and the fans got what they wanted yeah. at least. This is the first, like, in the audience, like, whoa, yeah, crowd scream, <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, I love those moments. Uh, what happens next? So, they do get to Happy's apartment, right? Yeah, it's and, fully security, like, all out. Yeah, there's even a tidbit there about there being a, a stark case in there, and so yeah. To, to Easter egg for the future. So he's talking to MJ on the phone, like FaceTiming her, and he's yeah. like, I finally felt like everything was good and now this mess happened and it's affecting everyone. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the next morning they're going to school kind of hand in hand yeah. uh, going across this crowd of people arguing but also half of them loving them Yeah, that he's Spider-Man and MJ's there. Flashes with them like he's always been with them or something. Yeah. He wants to be Spider-Man's best friend, right? That's what yeah, you think. He wrote a book. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you think they're going to use him for uh, no. Flash as Venom? No. 
no, there's no way. That'd be, that'd be such a you know, Chris Pratt did it. They they can make someone. There's a no hero. way. No, he's also like a jerk in the the movies. That'd be so great if they like warp his character to he he realizes like he realizes that he he needs some more to grow up. So he joins the military and becomes Venom. There's no way. Yeah, he loses his legs. Yeah, I, I don't wish it on him, but it could it could work. <laughs> Um, and then this is where he meets, uh, he goes up to sees like his old teacher and principal. Yeah. And they, they like dedicate like a wall to him. A shrine almost. Yeah. Um, and then Hannibal versus character is like, I still don't like you. Like, they, they're like, he's like a conspiracy theorist. So a lot of them also, he, he's like, I believe Mysterio. He's that voice. Yeah. Oh man. If you notice in the back, we've seen it in other Spider-Man movies, but it's like the mural of like great scientists and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And Howard Stark is on that mural. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. But also the old guy that saved Tony Stark in the cave, his face is on it too. Really? Yeah. Well, I forgot his name. I don't remember. Yeah, but his I noticed that. His face is there too. Yeah. Uh, so they're just being um, hoarded down by like the, the students, right? Yeah. And, and does this is this when he uh, they go and they're curious about if they got into college, right, at right. MIT? They're all saying like, you know, all this is going to pass once we get to college. Mm-hmm. And they go like on the rooftop right Mm -hmm. and they're like the three of us will go to MIT I could be Spider-Man in Boston there's crime in Boston yeah and there's a touching scene where like him and MJ like hold hands and then Ned like reaches his hand in there too (laughs) he's a third wheeling very hard right now right (laughs) and he doesn't realize he's doing it at all (laughs) it's so funny um, but they're just trying to, they're getting their hopes up. MJ's like, I I don't let my hopes get up because yeah. if I just expect disappointment, I won't be let down. Right. right yeah. That's a big part of her character. So there's like an ongoing couple of scenes of them not getting into colleges they want to get into. Mm-hmm. And slowly, they re- Peter realizes it's because they're friends with me and I'm Spider-Man and all this controversy. And the schools don't want that. And finally, like the one school they want to go to, MIT, they're all not accepted. It's uh, the, all the controversy yeah. in the letter says that they can't get in. Right. And I feel really bad for the other two, honestly, because they're tied to, to Peter. Yeah, they have the grades and everything, but it's mm-hmm. just because they're friends with Peter. Yeah. And so uh, he sees, also there's a Halloween decorations up and he gets a little <laughs> idea in his head, wizard on the wall. I yep. could talk to Doctor Strange. Maybe there's some type of magic yeah. to reverse everything. He goes there. It's the scene where it's like full of snow, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, what are those people? Interns? They're like cleaning yeah. up the snow? It was kind of like creepy. Are they like slaves or something? I don't know. Yeah. It seems like they're like students. I think um, uh, this was uh, maybe Easter egg to one of the um, apprentices of Doctor Strange or like a, a okay. helper. Yeah. Because uh, she kind of looked like the character from the Doctor Strange comic book. Well, Doctor Strange is not the Sorcerer Supreme. It's Wong. Yeah. Because he wasn't around for five years. <laughs> Would you pass it on to Wong? Is he next in line? Uh, yeah, I think so. He was like the, what, the librarian in the first movie? <laughs> yeah. I just I just thought like Wong's still not, I don't know if he's the best guy if if, a, <laughs> if Steven's out of the picture. <laughs> Steven's has barely been Doctor Strange. Like That's true. Yeah. He's good at it though. Yeah. Um, and Wong's like he's like traveling or something. He's Wong's definitely doing something in the background of during the MCU, like in Shang Chi and this. Like something's going on with Wong. Yeah, he's traveling on his. Well, he's Sorcerer Supreme. He's got yeah. he's got things on his on his uh, to do list. Yeah, and Peter wants to make everyone forget that he is Spider Man, right? And so he yeah. uh, makes a deal with Doctor Strange to possibly reverse everything. They go down to like the basement area, and 
And we also learned that this point on Earth is like like a cross point where like the powers are like super strong here or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why they built the Sanctorum on top of that. So like the the ground there, the underground, is built there like centuries before. Very uh, mystic in in these soils, right? Right, yeah. So he's doing the spell to make them all forget. And Peter's like, well, not all of them. And this is the scene in the trailer. Not um, Ned, not MJ, not Aunt May. And he keeps changing the spell that halfway through, Doctor Strange has to like just stop the spell. Do you still, uh, are you okay with Doctor Strange doing all this? Like it seems like he wouldn't fulfill the wishes of a teenage kid just to, uh, just because he saved the world. I mean, that's not a big deal. I do like it. I think it's very comic booky. All right. And, uh, I think it also fits Doctor Strange who wants to like he wants a reason to do magic all the time like really big magic so he's like oh yeah I want to try that it seems so dumb to me like he's the responsible one he's the he's one not willing, the really responsible who's the one that was willing to kill Peter Parker to keep the time stone intact yeah. in a way like he should be the responsible one like he acts like he is and he's doing this like what are you doing I, 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 I liked it and I think he's trying to prove how good he is so he does it but then he has to like stop halfway through so the, the the spell is like trapped in like this crystal kind of like thing that almost what he does in what if right yeah so it's in there so it's still like it could you, happen again if you open that it'll happen mm-hmm. right but what does happen is instead of everyone forgetting that he's Peter Parker instead from throughout the universe multiverse everyone that knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man is like pulled into his universe okay that was also a big question is it's we're still in his universe yes but it's not a mixed match of the other universes into one no. it's just these people that everyone are... that knew peter parker spider-man is now pulled in there and the first evidence of that is doc ock on the bridge and uh this was another big rush of the audience like loving it yeah. seeing doc ock back yeah. and it was pretty sweet to see him like crash all the cars <laughs> peter's there to try to convince like the She's like head of admissions or something like that for MIT. MIT, yeah. He's just like, don't deny my friends just because they're my friends. Like, they're very smart. You should give them another chance. And then his spider sense is like super strong. I could, there's something weird going on. Yes. And he wrecks the bridge, Doc Ock, and uh, gives Peter Parker some trouble. And also arrives in his Green Goblin coming in, yeah. tossing talking bombs. Doc Ock gets the piece of his like nanotech Mm -hmm. and now peter can control his arms so that's the way he like subdues doc ock and then when goblin shows up that's like a really cool shot yeah i mean he's the villain everyone's kind of excited about right because he's like the biggest deal as far as spider-man and so uh, quickly like gives him some trouble right yeah william defoe is great actor he's emoting so much more in this movie i think even more than the other spider-mans i think because now he's like i could do whatever i want it's supposed to be weird yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and Peter is able to save the day and save this, the college advisor or whatever. Yeah. Um, saving her from like a train, like get, falling into a train, uh, <laughs> on a, a spider web. Yeah. And, uh, she's so thankful to, um, be saved. And she even like hits Doc Ock with like her purse cause he's like tied up. And you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So angry. <laughs> and uh, she says that she'll try to get the, all three of them into MIT. I mean, he saved her life. Like this is li- literally the least she could do Probably. It's also, so I think maybe he's a reason also that she doesn't know that she was in trouble, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
But as soon as Green Goblin appears, like hovering in, he's like teleported out of there. And the world around him changes. And now he's like in the deeper basement of the Sanctorum. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange has got the Doctor captured. And also in another magic cage is the Lizard. Yeah. Apparently, Doc, uh, Lizard and Doctor Strange, he like hunted him down. Like a beast. So that's yeah. why uh, Doctor Strange kind of a little bit scarred up. Uh, okay. Probably in the sewers or something. Yeah. And he's explaining what's happening to him. Like, you have to fix this these people from other multiverses have come in here and they know your spider-man right mm-hmm. and he even explains like there's multiverses and not every peter parker looks like you he even says like to Doc, like you know peter parker is that him like no see like yeah that i don't i think that's not how the multiverse works i think that's actually wrong <laughs> I, no i think other version like sylvie yeah okay there's um, other versions of you that don't look like you they could have a different ancestor back then that changes everything i think I think I mean the real multiverse in real. Okay, life. Come on. Right. <laughs> I think that's not. Right. I, think, I think all Daniels look like me. <laughs> All right. Um, but Peter's like, I, I need help with this. I can't do this all alone. So he calls upon Ned and MJ yeah. and they get excited about this and also learn that they're also probably going to go to MIT. Yeah. So they're pretty excited and they get to work in the Undercroft. I really like this part because there's like, they're a team kind of. Mm-hmm. It feels really like, I don't know, Goonies, Monster Squad. Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. And now they're after Electro. That's right. So, um, Spider-Man suits up in the black and yellow costume, uh, his like regular costume inside out, and yeah. has like a little telephone, his his cell phone taped up to his chest to talk to <laughs> Ned and MJ. I thought this was going to be like a special costume or something that is for Electro. Yeah. So I'm a little disappointed. It's just his regular inside out. Mm. But I mean, it looked cool. He's also equipped with a little uh, different bracer that can um, shoot at these villains. The magic. Bring them back to the Undercroft. Yeah. Um, when Electro shows up, he's like forming out of like the electricity wires. Yeah. And he's even saying like, oh, this place is different. Like the energy is different. And that's why maybe he's yellow and not blue. I love the... Uh, feeling of the scene. It's like a horror movie. Mm. I, I, I don't know if uh, John Watts is trying to call upon the Raimi type of feel, but there's a lot of horror feelings in this movie that I loved. It's like a darker tone. More scary than just darker. Like yeah. actually scary. Mm. Like the the theme or the, the sounds in the background make it feel like it's a murderer trying to get you. <laughs> uh, they do use Electro's theme in it. Like he oh. had his own theme song in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, wow. It comes back in this. And it's it, I really like that. Pretty awesome. Um, and this uh, electro guy forms in front of them, but also there is Sandman. Yeah, actually there to aid Spider-Man, thinking that it's his Peter Parker, yeah. and he's like, "You remember me? I'm not that bad of a guy." Yeah. <laughs> So he wraps up Electro. He makes like a sandstorm while Peter tries to rip the electrical wires out to like, I don't know, stop him from charging up. Yeah. And they uh, they fight it out. But uh, Electro is like, realizes in a new world and talks to Peter and Samuel. Like they yeah. actually like just have a conversation. He takes his mask off. He's like, I'm not the Peter Parker you know. This is not your world. Somewhere new. Yeah. We have to send you back. And then Jay Fox is like, oh, I'm butt ass naked. <laughs> So I need some clothes. Yeah. So they throw him like some worker clothes on that they find on the shed. I think Jamie Foxx's new portrayal is a lot better than before. Yeah. In both versions of the lecture we've already had. Like he's more slick and cool in this. Right. And kind of funny. Yeah. I think they're just like, you don't have to really be that character anymore. Just, yeah. just, just be Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Just be Jamie Foxx and we'll win. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> But you could also tell, like, 
Max Electro, mm-hmm. he's there's something about him was like I, I don't want to go. I, I like the energy here. Yeah. yeah, and so Peter just shoots him with a, a shot to send him back to the Undercroft. Mm-hmm. And Sandman, once he realizes that's not his Peter Parker. Yeah, and Sandman's kind of angry. Like, did you kill him? Yeah, like, like so that he attacked him and then yeah. he got sent back. So pretty quickly, they've gotten four out of the five villains. Really fast. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if it was going to slow down, like slog through the movie, but yeah. get it together. Why not? And now the only one left is William Defoe's Green Goblin. We see him in an alley and it's the same idea where he's kind of like tormented in his mind about being Green Goblin. And this is where you first see William Defoe really like emote, like he's just like scared of this mask. Yeah. And he like breaks it to, to like mentally free himself mm-hmm. of it. This is a nod to the comic book where Spider-Man gave up being Spider-Man. Oh. And he's walking away and you see the spider suit in the alley. It's him doing that, but with the goblin suit. No more Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think he like gets a sweater or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It just happened to be purple and green. All he's right. Like, oh, this matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes his way to Feast, the homeless shelter, because I think he knows uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man was there mm-hmm. and now Aunt May is there. And Aunt May calls him and lets him know that that one of the guys they're looking for is there. And Aunt May is like, you You know, you see how he's messed up right now, right? Yeah. You can't just take him back the way he is. You're here to help him. There's more to just fixing the like the problem in your front of your face. It's about helping people. Yeah. And he sees um, Norman there. He's yeah. really wiry. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. He's stealing muffins. Yeah. <laughs> so he does feel sorry for him. Yeah. So he brings him back, but he still thinks like, I'm going to send him back and everything will be fixed, right? Yeah. So when he sends him back... He doesn't like send him with the magic thing. They actually go there, right? They walk back. And then he sees uh, Otto Octavius there. And he's like, why are you like captured? And then Otto's like, well, why are you even alive? Like you should be dead. Yeah. Surprised to see like a zombie in front of him almost. Right. And they all explain how they're connected in different pairings. And I I saw in the news, you die, you die. And so the relationships are kind of like, see how they're tied together. But also they can't explain they know they're gonna die just also don't remember when they yeah. first appeared in this world like they were beating Batman uh, <laughs> they're <What>? beating Spider-Man <laughs> and then they got poofed into this world yeah. magically and then like this Peter Parker's is like oh I'm, I got the, we have this magic box we're gonna send you back and then um, Doctor Strange is like their fate is their fate what's gonna happen to them is gonna happen right it's not <sighs> our problem I love the scene too like the lighting on, on Doctor Strange's face it seemed like such a big moment I, I just thought <laughs> like wow this is a pretty good scene too i thought like this could be the end of the movie no (laughs) an hour into it and peter's like if they go back they're gonna die Mm -hmm. we can do something to help them we could change their destiny fix them in some type of way because he sees they're all broken so he thwips the box pulls it away and tries to get out of there but dr strange is very good he's magic he's able to like trap him he even gets him into the mirror dimension and this is the whole like weird train sequence and him falling into like the the city the doctor strange seems like this still i still really like i feel like in the doctor strange movie yeah it's 
started to feel like a blur. Like it kind of all mushed together. Uh-huh. The Doctor Strange stuff we've seen in, in Infinity War was pretty awesome. Yeah. This stuff, I thought it was well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the Inception type looks of everything was yeah. uh, not too much since it was just like a minute of this. I really like the portals that he makes where he's just like constantly falling like in a loop. Yeah. Like the video game portal. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And like when he webs and he makes it like one in front and one behind. So he like webs his own leg. Pretty smart of Doctor yeah. Strange to do that. Um, he even like pushes him to the astral plane and everything yeah. like that. Like, like weird in the trailer. Feeling. How do you think Peter was able to do that? He was able to um, move his body even though he's outside the astral plane. Do you think there's some magic involved in his I think origin? His spider senses oh. is just like inherent that he can do it. Okay. I thought maybe there's some type of uh, spider-verseness. Spider-verseness going on. <laughs> Uh, Madam Web is kind of magic, so maybe, maybe has an eye on him. But yeah, I guess I didn't really think about that afterwards. Yeah. Like, what was going on there? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man gets the upper hand in the whole mirrorverse and he, is able to... He uses math. Yeah, <laughs> geometry. Yeah. To entangle Doctor Strange in a web. <laughs> and he says, like, you know, I'll figure this out and then I'll come back and save you. Right, so he yeah. leaves him in the mirror dimension. Yeah, just a prisoner. Yeah, of his own like, making. I need to have the rest of the movie without you, so I'm gonna leave you here for a while. I know we do this every movie where you have to <laughs> wrangle you up so you don't <laughs> fix everything. <laughs> So the villains realize like, oh, he's not just sending us to die. He's trying to help us. So he frees them and he's like, you can trust me. Like, I'm not here to just kill you. And they're uh, they're kind of on his side. Like, they're almost like a crew now yeah. and make their way to Happy Hogan's apartment. Where- I mean, like three of them are scientists. One guy is... Actually, Max was like a scientist too, right? So yeah. Like, they're all pretty smart. Yeah. We haven't talked about Lizard's performance what yeah. do you think of it? Was it like kind of... I mean, I, I didn't like it in the first Amazing Spider-Man. I, I like it here. Don't, I don't really like it. It's like the, what they did with it with like just seeing the the, the, eyes. the light on his eyes yeah. makes him really look like a monster. I think his mouth is looking really weird when he talks. It's like really wide. I think that's what they, they had to work with, right? They couldn't make him too different. He, just, was, he was a bad design at the start. Yeah. I I, I honestly think the, the initial design yeah. should have been more like he always in the comics where he's like a snout, like a lizard. Like a like a crocodile maybe yeah, yeah. yeah that would have been cool it was even better than killer croc i gotta say in suicide oh, squad yeah maybe yeah so then they go to Happy's apartment and they reveal that um, that Stark Tech box is like a fabricator, oh. and they can use that to make pretty much whatever they need. Yeah, literally whatever they need. It's just super easy. Yeah, it's it's all in there. It's a three D printer. You know, <laughs> uh, there's also an arc reactor in there though. Oh yeah. Um. So the first one they work on is Doc Ock, right? He's yeah. got they they realize Norman and Peter that Doc Ock has got um this control thing in the back of his forearms that can is broken right and is actually warping his insides his brain to Mm. be more evil so if they can fix that good doc ock will be back in control of his arms yeah alfred molina's back so he does that they put it in him at first they thought they killed him they fried him fried his brains Uh, and he comes to saying the voices are gone. Yeah. And he's uh he's calm again. He's grateful. Yeah. He gives back the nanotech to Peter and now his chest is gold. Oh, I see. It's half Iron Spider, half not right. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, why did it change his emblem color? But now it's gold. I think because he has some, I think because he had like a regular outfit on, not the Iron Spider. Yeah. But half of it is there. Okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Is. They just need more toys to sell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. 
Uh, so there, who's their next one? Max is there the one they're trying to fix now. Yeah, they're gonna just drain the electricity out of him, so that way he'll be cured. Uh, it's not like the electricity was making him evil. It's just it was making him selfish, I guess, greedy, greedy for yeah. more. But they put like this little, I don't know what it is. It looks like a Xbox controller thing. <laughs> uh, battery sucker. Yeah. Right? And they're like, okay, once all the lights are on, you'll be normal human again. Yeah. So it's really like a timer. It, yeah. It's ticking down for him to zap up all his energy, be normal. And so they, they go back into the Starcase to work on other things. Mm-hmm. He's but... trying to fix Norman now. And and, um, and, and uh, what's Sandman's real name? I have no idea. I don't know. Clint Barton? I don't know. <laughs> so Sandman's talking to Electro. Mm-hmm. And Electro's like, I don't like the feel of this. Something's wrong. Something's off, right? Yeah. He doesn't know if he's doing the right thing. Sandman really just wants it back. He doesn't yeah. really want to be fixed. He, I don't think he dies. He just wants to be back. Yeah. Yeah. But then Norman kind of reverts back to Green Goblin. You can hear it in his voice. It's yeah. deeper. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man. <Yeah. laughs> so then he doesn't take the cure, right? This was an awesome scene where uh, Peter's spider senses activate and it's very intense. Yeah. And it's like a long kind of a scene. Yeah. Very drawn out. Everyone's still kind of watching. Like, you don't know with who Peter? it's for, really. I thought it was for something outside, like something out the building yeah because we know also um jk sims is coming from uh from the floor below right yeah and then he realizes like oh green goblins uh in control again yeah and the slider comes crashing in and he escapes they have like this fight that's like going through the floors of the building was green goblin ever this strong like he's like throwing him past down floors yeah he's strong okay this this was so much stronger than i thought he was (laughs) he was doing like Full on like suplexes. suplexes. Yeah. Um, and then Jamie Foxx, right right before it's all drained, he takes it off and he uses the arc reactor to like get more power. I didn't expect him to get that. Yeah. I, I didn't see it in the trailer. He's like unlimited power now. Yeah. The new new. Yeah. And then like Sandman that. is just like, I'm out of here. I'm like, I don't want to deal with you guys. I'm going to turn into sand. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Lizard kind of like just like escapes from the truck. He's like, I'm out too. Yeah. Uh, he's out of there. Doc Ock is trying to help, but he's kind of thrown out there in the new is watching him right it looks very like so this is another villain on the loose he just kind of escapes right mm-hmm. and this whole like fight this brawl drawn out yeah with goblin and spider-man is really good uh he, again he gets like pushed all the way to the ground level like yeah. the lobby yeah and um aunt may is there too and she was the one able to round up some of the cure to cure green goblin right she gets hit by the glider like really hard. Like she's like knocked to the ground. Knocked. Um, but uh, she's okay. She can stand up right um, as Green Goblin escapes on his glider, blowing things up further from below. Yeah. Um, he saves May, and this is when he thinks she's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And she. This is when like the big line. Everyone in the crowd cheered. You, you don't like it. I, you don't like it. I, I'm okay with it. It's I love a it. Huge part of Spider Man. Uh, we finally get to hear it in after like three movies. Yeah, because they do want redo everything but yeah. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility and then she dies she, <laughs> just so you know 
Yeah. Uh, and this this scene, you know, a lot of characters die in Marvel movies or mm-hmm. just movies in general. Yeah. This was well done, I think. The, yeah. The way um, uh, Peter kind of just crumbled. And it's fully his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Not, there's no doubt about it. So he knows, like, she's dead because of me. Man. Yeah. This, this I think this happens in the comics probably a lot of times, too. It affects yeah. Peter. Mm-hmm. And this one was well done. Yeah. And then I looked at my prediction notes and I checked. That's plus one. Uh, that, yeah. Plus one in my column, too. <laughs> Uh, I already had another one earlier, so I think on the board it's to Daniel. So then he can't take it anymore. He has nowhere to go. He leaves because the cops are all there, right? Yeah. Even Happy shows up and he gets like arrested and he screams to Peter like, run, right? Because yeah. they're going to get you. He's beaten up. There's a whole music video that goes on as he watches J.K. Simmons talk about uh, the spider menace. Yeah. And there's like a rain pour on him. Meanwhile. So, so sad. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge screen. Where is he? Times Square? I think so. Yeah. yeah. He's in Times Square. <laughs> No one's there to see him. I don't yeah. know. Uh, they needed a poster, so so they did. Oh yeah. Um, and then meanwhile, Ned and MJ—they're trying to reach him. He's not answering. Yeah. Um, they're trying to find uh, get Peter. Where the heck is he? Yeah. Ned has still got the sling ring he stole yeah. from Doctor Strange earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. And a little flicker there is able to activate it and call on Peter Parker. Right. Peter Parker comes. Show, show us Peter Parker. Yeah, like talking to it. And then instantly I knew who this was because yeah. the costume's it, different. It, they were they were calling for him. It was for it's Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker. It's like an alley. Spider Man. Oh, it's Spider Man. He comes down and takes off his mask. It is uh, Andrew Garfield. Check one column for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you can't split that into two different ones and get another one. Why? He, no. I said this is my prediction. Uh, and then... Uh, I said it was 50-50. And yeah, right. right, so I'll get one. No way. And then they're like, who are you? You're not our friend. Yeah. You're not Peter Parker. And he, he is. He can do everything that Peter could do. He can hang on attach the to the wall. Yeah. Uh, um, there's a, a Filipino grandma in yeah. the mix of it talking like, about everything. Clean the webs while you're up there. That was good. I didn't. I didn't know Ned Leeds was Filipino. I thought he was Hawaiian this whole time. Oh my god, you're so racist. What? And then he's explaining like, yeah, a couple of days ago, I kind of just like showed up here. What's going on? This yeah. is this different world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was not their Peter. They try to call back Peter again, right? Another guy shows up. This guy's not even wearing a spider costume. <laughs> This guy looks like he's just a regular dude. That's in his 40s. He's like, it's me. I'm Tobey Maguire. Uh, and then the two Spider-Men there quickly realize that they both are Spider-Men. Yeah. And they're kind of like chumming up and can't, be- can't believe it. They always have like a Spider-Man off. Like they're jumping and webbing each other. Flipping and doing, yeah, gymnastics. Yeah. Grandma dance. gets mad. <laughs> And they're explaining, like, you're not our Peter Parker. And no. you're from a different dimension. This is multiverse. And even, like, Andrew Garfield is like, oh, string theory and all this stuff is real. And he's really surprised by it. Yes. And they're talking about where, you know, Spider-Man, he usually has a place to hide out, to wait, to think alone yeah. up top of buildings. They realize that um, their Peter is probably on top of their school, too, yep. thinking alone. And that's where they go find them, MJ and Ned. It's probably the most heartbreaking scene oh. they hug him and they explain like you know we've met two other 
other guys. Other yous. Yeah. Yeah. And then they see them. And the way they like thwip in and yeah. they're like on like the little tower. It looks so cool. Straight out of the like the comics. It's kind yeah. of, I don't know. It just invigorates you the way they jump down. Yeah. And Peter, their Peter is also angry. They're like, like defensive, right? Yeah. Like, who are these random people showing up? Mm-hmm. And he realizes that these are him. These are hymns. Hymns. <laughs> And they have like a whole like talk about how their their path is almost like the same, maybe like different characters, but same same characters, just like different way things are organized. Yeah, but just like I lost May, I lost Uncle Ben, I lost Gwen. You haven't met her yet. Yeah, yeah. You don't have. I don't have an MJ. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Uh, I do have an MJ over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they're leading more on Andrew Garfield for the uh, these two Spider-Mans, right? More than Toby. As far as what? Like his acting for in, in the movie. I felt like he was more used more than Toby because I think Toby's maybe out of practice a bit more. I don't know. I felt like Andrew was good in it, but I think it was kind of even. I, I think uh, Toby's out of practice a bit. You can hear it in his voice. I think, I he's think a he maybe bit, he's, he's more reluctant to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. too, for sure. That's, I also thought like, oh, he's not wearing the Spider costume just because he doesn't want to wear it. Yeah. Uh, like he wants Most to wear the time. it least as possible. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe he's just older. He yeah. doesn't find it flattering to, for him. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I don't want to wear the tights all day. Like if we do the scene, one scene, that means I have to wear the tights all day day for the shooting of that scene that's true yeah so it's just like the least amount of scenes i have to wear it the least days i have to wear it andrew garfield was already wearing like spider costume yeah. like ready. i never took it off <laughs> <laughs> um but they've talked about their losses yeah and um how they can kind of relate to what he's going through right now and look at through it and it's like it's gonna get dark but you have to keep going mm-hmm. i thought this was like really touching especially because like these guys in their stories in their worlds have been doing it way longer what are you talking about they're the same age <laughs> they're all <laughs> the same age right. they're, they're all still trying to get into mit they're all, just all trying to get to college right <laughs> <laughs> And then he realized, like, oh, we'll just try to invent cures for them. Because, mm-hmm. like, they felt like they failed. Even because, like, the villains, they're not trying to just kill them. They're trying to help them. They're trying to get fixed, right? Yeah. So this gives those other Spider-Mans chances to do it, too. Yeah. Uh, people, they, they they saw them as failures. People they couldn't yeah. help before. Exactly. So, and they're all scientists, too. They they, they all know uh, some ways to fix them. They go to, like, the school's lab or whatever. Yeah. How is this scene not leaked? Like, it's such an amazing scene. Oh, what do you mean? Why was not leaked? Like it, it was just so fun. Oh, to see them all together. Yeah, like I'm surprised that there's no more. There weren't more leaks than there were. Yeah, they were doing good at it. Do you think some of them that were leaked, the Andrew Graffle stuff was planned? Like they they did. Accident? I don't think it was planned, but no, I think it was an actual leak. I think I think uh, it could have been. I think it was planned, and they just dropped a little bit there, Andrew at least. Okay, I don't know. I don't think studios do this. Yeah, like intentionally leak things. I think Sony's a little bit messier than. MCU so maybe they did <laughs> I'm just I don't know but um, they reveal like oh Tom McGuire has been ever since he defeated quote unquote defeated Green Goblin he's been trying to think of a formula to cure him so like he kind of has some ideas how to do it yeah and then Andrew already has a fix for it for Connors right and can yeah fix it. and it's funny because they talk about how um, Tom McGuire's webs like it's just in him too like yeah like web, have web fluid web uh, was it blood web yeah it's in him like that. yeah 
Um, and he's trying to, it is weird. Like they have different um, power sets, right? Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Multiverse, things can change up. Uh, Ned talks to uh, Andrew Garfield. He's like, oh, do you have like a best friend? Because I'm this Peter's best friend. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I had a best friend. He turned evil and I had to kill him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, freaking uh, Harry Osborn, right? Yeah. And so Ned is like kind of like hesitant to hang out with, yeah. with Peter right now. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and, uh, so they're, they're, I guess they're good to go, right? They're gonna, their plan is to get the attention of the villains up in the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. The new fancy one, getting a shield and everything. That seemed kind of gauche to give that to the Statue of Liberty. So they go there and their intention is like, get everyone there, cure them, and then activate the spell to send them back. Yeah. And they're also talking about like, um, like Tom Holland's like, uh, I, I've been part of the Avengers and they're like, oh, cool. What's the Avengers. They have no idea what that is. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I, I... I think at this point, Toby has been Spider-Man longer yeah. as uh, past Spider-Man 3 already. So maybe he, I would have thought he might have met other heroes by now. And I think like in his world, there's no other heroes. Just for sure? Yeah. I thought maybe we haven't seen it yet in other things, but whatever. I don't think they're going to like make a, a deeper hole than they, they have, have to. to. Yeah. 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 I'm just uh, in my nerd head. I thought that would be funny. He even says like, oh, I fought a purple alien. And then Toby's like, oh, I fought an alien once. And he's like, there's aliens? Yeah. <laughs> And then the, the leaked shot of Andrew Garfield like holding the bracing like that's exactly yeah. in the movie. Yeah, uh, stretching out right. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the villains start showing up, and initially they're kind of like losing. Yeah, I mean they they, they give some trouble. Sandman like makes a huge storm of yeah. sand. Electro's like super strong. Yeah, Lizard's a freaking beast. The scene where the it's like a three on three attack like that's in the movie. Yeah, uh, seeing them sw- swing together, it's also like another moment. Like wow, I didn't know I needed this. <laughs> There's some parts where I was like, okay, which is this Spider-Man? Though? Yeah, yeah. Like I've got, I've, for one, I thought it was Andrew Garfield and it was actually Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. I like that they had them speak a lot because then yeah. you could tell just by the voice like who's who. They had to say like Peter 1, Peter 2. Yeah, I, I always got confused with that right away. Yeah. Um, and then uh, their plan is to go one by one. I think the first one to fix is Sandman, right? I think so, yeah. He's like at the top of the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And the head. And he's just there. He's like, oh, I'm normal. I, I, I'm scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> they fix him and gets back to a normal person. And um, next up, I think, is is the lizard. Yeah, they uh, change him, and he's just, like, naked. He's just a regular person? Yeah, I think he's missing an arm, too, because, like, as a human, he's missing an arm. Did they get the real actor? Yeah, okay. but he's barely there. He like, barely talks. Him and Sandman, like, they probably only did one day of shooting. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're only in they're scene, one scene. As a person. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Electro's, like, the strongest one, I think. Like, it takes three of them to try to defeat him. I think because, yeah, he's amped up now with the yeah. freaking arc reactor. Yeah. In fact, they don't defeat him. It's Doc Ock that shows up. He shows up and attaches that thing straight to his arc reactor to turn it off. Yeah. And we now know that Doc is really healed now and is a, mm. a good person. And then there's a scene with Electro and Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I thought you would have been black. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Uh, and what we like, he kind of just forgives Max right away, and like Max is like, you know what? Yeah, I was that was pretty bad. I'm I'm depowered now. I'm I'm back to normal. Yeah, that's okay. Like, Let's so, just send me back. That seemed cool. like some personality stuff that does not make sense compared to. He was not. He's not the one that killed Gwen. Yes, I don't know. It's just it's it's not like the Doc Ox or or Osborne stuff where it's chemically. It's just he just got greedy with power, electric power. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he was like obsessed with Spider Man too. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a nerd. 
third yeah. standard. There's a scene where MJ in the trailer too, like she falls and Tom Holland's trying to save her. He gets hit by the glider. Mm. So to save her has to be Andrew Garfield. F. And then he kind of cries there. He's the, actually the, able to save the girl this time. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Uh, pretty good. But I think my favorite scene was when Ned Leeds falls and he gets saved by the cape. The cape. <laughs> The cape is there, and he becomes Sorcerer Supreme, and he's, he's yeah. I love this look of, of Ned. <laughs> um, there's a scene where, like, the three of them, like, do, like, the superhero pose, right? They all, like, swing in. Oh, yeah. So cool. Like, I love these shots. Just amped it up, yeah. Eventually, it's just Tom Holland and Green Goblin fighting. Like, they're towards, like, the bottom, too. Yeah. Uh, it's almost dawn, and he's just, like, wailing on him, like, punching him here and there, like, yeah. getting ready to kill him, almost. I mean, he killed his aunt. Yeah. Part so. of him just wants to kill him. I don't care about sending you back. Yeah. It takes Tobey Maguire to stop him from uh, hammering down the glider straight into Green yeah. Goblin. It is a really touching scene, too. Yeah. He drops the glider, but Green Goblin then stabs Tobey Maguire. <sighs> and he, he's, he crumbles down to the ground, and Andrew tosses the fix, the cure, yeah. to, to cure Green Goblin. And um, Norman Osborn, she's the error of his ways. Yeah. And he's now cured. I thought, oh, no, I can't believe they killed Tom McGuire. Yeah, you're, I thought so, too. I thought he was dead. Like, Yeah. We didn't get the shot, but I guess it was not uh, fatal. Yeah. He even says, like, I've been stabbed before. It's not yeah. a big deal. I've, I've, I've been this cut up bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, all, like, the two experienced Spider-Mans are talking to each other. like, you're really in pain right now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. At this point, Doctor Strange has reappeared. Yeah. But the, the world is, like, cracking. All of the spider, all of the people that know your Spider-Man are coming, and right? You see like these figures. It's not actual people, but you see shapes of of characters, silhouettes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one I definitely saw was like um, Craven. Yeah, I think that was Craven. Yeah, I saw yeah. that one. One was sure Rhino. Yeah, like a more comic book Rhino. I don't think it was Andrew Garfield's Rhino. No, no. it wasn't Paul Giamatti. <laughs> better, very better. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there was more, but I didn't catch any more. Yeah, it was too fast. And Doctor Strange pretty much like I can't hold it anymore. They're all coming in. Everyone that knows peter parker is spider-man so he is like if everyone forgets i'm spider-man then it'll fix this i don't know how that logic works because that would mean that they would have to forget he's spider-man from all the other universes right well the spell is broken and it's calling all of them here so if they all i don't know exactly (laughs) exactly whatever i love it who cares i love this messiness So he agrees to do it, but it means everyone will forget. Doctor Strange is kind of also like impressed that he thought this up and is willing to do it. And like, not only like his friends, like everyone, like the Avengers will forget. He's not going to be helped by anyone anymore. Yeah. On his own. Yeah. It's not going to like bring back Aunt May or anything like that. No. He's literally going to be by himself. Yeah. But he has to do it. Yeah. He has like a touching moment with MJ and Ned to say goodbye. He'll forget them. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you'll come find us. Yeah. Right. He's like, yeah, I will don't worry so they do it the world is fixed and it's true like everyone forgets he's spider-man um he, the next scene is him like already trying to say hello to to mj right like practicing like his script well not only do they forget he's spider-man they like don't even know him like they forget peter parker yeah that's true that's so uh, so Pete, nobody knows peter parker now Just yeah like, like everyone that knew peter parker now don't know that he ever existed but people still know that spider-man is a person i mean they will he's still gonna be spider-man yeah it's just strange like i mean like stock strange yeah <laughs> i mean the the audience knows that spider-man is a is a person is a real hero 
Yeah. You don't know it's Peter Parker. It's just everyone that knows anything about Peter Parker forgot about him. The world forgot Peter Parker existed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. He goes He goes to see Aunt May's grave to say goodbye, and Happy shows up, and he doesn't know him. Yeah. He knows about Spider-Man and the connection there, so Spider-Man's still a thing. And uh, uh, this was also tragic. Even Happy, he doesn't like him that much. Like, yeah. Uh, he even says, like, you know, I lost a friend, referring to Tony Stark. Yeah. But, you know, they live through us again. Mm-hmm. So, really sad. Yeah. Um, and then the next scene is him going to the donut shop to talk to MJ, introduce yeah. himself. He's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and also Ned's there too just like to rub it in almost <laughs> yeah he's about to say it but he realizes they get into MIT they get into MIT but also he sees the bandage on uh, Zendaya's yeah. forehead right that was caused from by him Dune. from Dune from Dune god damn that Timothy Chalamet <sighs> ruins everything <laughs> I'm Spider-Man <laughs> I hated you in labor too. <laughs> <laughs> so he he decides not to tell them. Yeah. Uh, They're safer. This, this was like so weird feelings too because it's like he's making the choice to be on his own but and also for the betterment of them for their safety yeah this is like this is the step we've seen spider-man do like in comics count time and time again yeah like choose them over himself yeah and it usually the lesson is that was the wrong move (laughs) i don't know i I feel like so i feel like finally on his own the mcu spider-man is the spider-man i know that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we see him get a sh- shitty apartment. Crappy. Crappy. He has to make his own suit. There's no more Tony Stark for him to make suits for him. He's got to learn how to sew, get a thimble. Yeah. Uh, he's done it before. He had to get like really blue material now. Very reflective. Yeah. What do you think about the new design of the suit? I liked it. I was like, I like it. This Maybe is... it's a little too reflective. I bet in the next movie they won't make it so shiny. No, I like it that way. It's like a Halloween costume. <laughs> But I like that it's very blue and not like black anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The this was like uh, his swinging here is like this is the last thing he has him being Spider-Man. So he's like yeah. savoring it, and he knows his next uh, couple of years or whatever it can be really hard. Yeah. Him just being a hero, and also he like lost his past, right? So now he's just yeah. getting a GED. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. There's other things light on top of this. He has to struggle through. I I really liked it. Um, I really like how they brought Peter Parker back down yeah he's not an avenger anymore we know there's going to be another trilogy coming up yeah so they had to like hard reset yes right his friends don't know him anymore also in a way i think this because like the avengers don't know him anymore yeah that's a reason he's not going to be in their movies so that's like a real reality contract thing like oh yeah wow you know what i mean like oh we don't have to have spider-man in other mcu movies because they don't know him and that's part of the contract dang it you're you're right yeah so it's like how (laughs) reality sneaks into the movies a little bit that sucks that's true i mean yeah it's true but i i I want to see him in avengers still he will i bet after another six years whatever he'll connect with them but in the next phase of movies and then the next spider-man movies also you won't get any cross promotion or anything because they don't know him there's so many um other superheroes they're introducing right now he could be right. roped into them somehow and not technically the avengers right the avengers doesn't have to no. be everything i think the there's MCU. a reason the, this is a reason why i agree with that did it but i think he could be looked no, at with other marvel characters no but I, th- I think he won't be and that's the reason i think he will i think he won't all right let's write down the predictions okay starting out next spider-man movie <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, again, this is why I like Spider-Man. I feel like he's the most tragic character, and they finally brought that to Tom Holland Spider-Man. They um they always say he's the most willing to do the most. I think. Yeah, sacrifice everything. Yeah, and even like his like sacrifices relationships for yeah. you know push people away to be a hero. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good knowing what we know from these movies moving forward. Like we know they remembered him, but they don't. You know what I mean? Huh? Like the viewers know. Oh. that MJ and Ned um, knew him as Spider-Man. Yeah. But moving forward, they don't. So it's like, I don't know, you like you want that more, but they're not going to give it to you. Something Okay, something to look forward to or th- that, that kind of. you can kind of uh, hope for in the future to see yeah. them reunited. I think they will be, right? Like they'll figure it out at some point. At, at some point, but I think they're not going to do it right away. Yeah, definitely don't do it right away. Introduce new characters because, yeah. I mean, Amaze, they're not there already. So I, thought, yeah. I thought that was already enough to make room for new characters but even these two don't know him so like would you be upset if they made a movie without ned now because they totally could no i think they shouldn't i think you just leave him out like the next one or two movies so no ned no mj maybe mj's maybe just like possibly teetering to finding him finding out about him okay but i i want to to introduce more characters maybe there's a gwen stacy maybe there's i don't know what else is there like shadow cat shadow cats yeah shadow cat no black cat shadow cats (laughs) kitty pride oh (laughs) yeah introduce shadow cat introduce the x-men um there could be uh selena kyle's You know what? I think what would work, though, is introducing him to the Fantastic Four. Oh, because it becomes a Fantastic Four. He's very close to them. He's like almost best friends with... Johnny Storm. Yeah, he tries to. Um, I think at one point get recruited into the Fantastic Four by breaking yeah. into their right, breaking into their uh, building, the Baxter mm-hmm. building. Yeah, that could work. Uh, so yeah, you you want it just like I do him to interact with other Marvel characters. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the end credit scenes, scenes. Yeah, what's sure. your like? What do you think is like your favorite scene from the main movie, like main part of the movie? Oh, do you have one? Do you have like a least favorite? Um, which was different you know i think when we got the spider-man uh-huh. i think it slowed down a bit when we got the two other ones uh the way it was handled a bit i think it could have not moved faster but it wasn't exactly what i wanted oh well, really the way honest. they're introduced um or just the when, scenes? when they already see tom holland and they're talking to each other i thought it was like kind of uh kind of uh, slowed down a bit I, you've I seen on the rooftop it. or the overall just like kind of like a length of the movie a little bit not just oh. the scene i think but um that's how i felt about it um my favorite parts yeah uh are the villains like oh. even though they're maybe not as well-rounded because there's so many of them they have to shorten their time yeah the changes to them i thought were pretty great like electro was you know funnier and a more confident character so it was more entertaining to see yeah um the Dafoe is just emoting like crazy like he's just full-blown <laughs> crazy now right yeah. like crazy person on the street and Doc Ock, he was just angry. I, I don't know if I like that change. It, like, you know, it kind of um, makes his character a little bit more 2D, but it was exciting to see him back for sure. Like, the action of him was awesome. Yeah. I what's your favorites or so my favorites are this movie solidifies and only reinforces the fact that my favorite Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. Wow, really? Yeah, I like I loved all his scenes <laughs> of Spider-Man. Marion, 
I wish I could. Uh, he's the best Spider-Man to me. Yeah. I truly think he's the best Spider-Man. It's weird because I think he's the best Spider-Man. I think Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker. Really? Yeah. And I think Tom Holland's kind of like the best overall both. Oh, okay. I think uh, I think Tobey Maguire is the best like classic Peter Parker. Like almost when they came out like 60s type Peter Parker. Sure, yeah. But, he's the goody-goody goody goody and also like he does he looks out of place as a teenager at points yeah there's yeah. that in his movies in his movies yeah yeah, yeah. and all also them, here though. he's he's <laughs> i mean he's not a teenager in this movie what do you mean they're all the same age <laughs> i really wish he came like they showed him with the top half spider-man costume and the bottom half was like sweats <laughs> <laughs> like he was in the middle of it yeah. that'd be funny like he was like brushing his teeth but yeah. he's getting ready for bed yeah but just like from uh peter b parker like yeah not to that yeah. that would have been funny i like that actually um so andrew garfield's your favorite spider-man hands down mm-hmm. this movie like i liked him better as spider-man he was great in this right because uh i think they did use him more than toby sure i think uh his um spider-man it, it was like more down in his movies don't you think and it was like i don't this doesn't feel like spider-man too much yeah it was emo spider-man it was emo peter parker but i definitely like his spider-man better quippy yeah he's kind of mean like yeah yeah <laughs> I like it. Um, he's like pegging. Like he, I, I'm on the side of the villains. <laughs> he's so mean to them. But his person he lost, Gwen. Yeah, that was tragic. It's more tragic than uh, the other ones. Like I get Tom Holland lost at May. Tony Stark just whatever. a second ago too. Yeah, but I care more about Andrew Garfield losing Gwen. Yeah, he really does like break down, and yeah. you can see it in his face. Yeah, I also think he's a better actor than the other two. I think so too. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Tom Holland can almost only be Spider-Man. Yeah. So my favorite scene is when he rescues Mary Jane or MJ. She's not Mary Jane. Yeah. Really? She's, she's Michelle Jones Watson. Yeah. But when he saves her and, and it gave me goosebumps wow. to kind of like relive that scene. Yeah. And he's like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. He's like, and he just drops her like, uh, you're not Gwen. You're not mine. <laughs> uh, okay. So there was not really too much complaints. I think like, Maybe the pacing of it uh, at a certain point, I I, I didn't know, I didn't know if it laid out as much as I as how I saw it in my head. Uh-huh. But there's no real complaints. Like all of the magic makes sense to me. Like with with Doctor Strange yeah. and having even like the flip of the villains being on kind of their side for a second. I like that too. That was that threw me off. Yeah. And I we've seen so much of the trailer and we have all these predictions. Yeah. I'm glad it threw me off at points. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? Yeah. You want to be surprised, and it did that job. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was hard to do. How does this rank with all the Spider-Man movies? Okay, is it the best one compared to what's the best one? Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two is my favorite. Before watching this one, and if I had to get reaction, yes or no, better. <sighs> it's tough because it's a little cheating. Because you just saw it. So I just saw it, and it has everybody. Yeah, but that's that's what it is. I mean, the, if I'm thinking about like ten years from now, which will I think is the best movie? I'll still say Spider-Man Two. Really? To me, it's just so classic. Yeah. It's weird to say so, a comic book movie is classic, but it is. Is that kind of cheating then? That, that just because it's older, it's classic? No, but it, it, there's old movies that are bad. So this is classic. Like, this is an old movie that's good. Yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. And it has scenes in it. Like, the train scene, 
scene where Tom McGuire oh, almost yeah. dies saving those people in the train. That gives me goosebumps. That's my favorite comic book scene in all movies. Yeah. None the thing nothing in here beats that. No, what about seeing no. the Spider Man arrive and like arriving at the rooftop and That's really great. <laughs> but I feel like that's great because of fan service. Yeah. Whereas the scene with Tom McGuire on the train, that's not fan service. That's just like a great scene. Yeah. It's not cheesy. No. Like Endgame was fan service. And yeah. Infinity War was just great storytelling. The difference yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. This um, it, it kind of is a mini Infinity War, right? Bringing everything together, or I guess Avengers type. It, yeah, thing. it's like their own endgame. And it it was totally. I think it it did its job, right? And uh-huh. where can they go from here? Like, I know it's resetting everything, so is it just yeah. gonna have a different feel? So it's gonna we're gonna look at it a different take, or is there something else gonna be building up to? Because what multiverse is that the end of it for Spider Man? Like, what else can it, clones? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean clones is a big part of Spider Man. Yeah. So would you want to see? Tommy Maguire fight Tom. I mean, Tom Holland fight Tom Holland. I would want to see Tommy Maguire fight Tommy <laughs> Maguire in real life. Um, you know what upset, upsets me? Yeah, is that we're not gonna get. I don't think we're gonna get to see them again. Do you think we're gonna get alternate versions of them? Because that could. It's totally what happens with the Spider Man yeah. now, right? So what you said about like, oh, we're not gonna get our own Doc Ock. That's not true. Well, it's not for sure true, right? Yeah, because yeah. I I wish Norman Osborn is still in the MCU it just wouldn't be it doesn't have to be William Dafoe anymore you know what I mean yeah they could. it's like just like how they recasted Tom Holland it's the same yeah. thing so yeah. it's it's fine yeah and they just have to do a good job at it again right, right? out of all of them I would want Green Goblin in yeah in the MCU like coming back I don't need the other ones I would want eventually Green Goblin again maybe not the next one but I mean he still has a lot of villains we haven't seen Craven, Chameleon I mean there's a better Rhino yeah Rhino could work right some big galoot yeah Vulture is going to come back at some point, or is he just going to be in like the Morbius verse? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's in the Flash movie. He is? I, I really don't know. Um, okay. Should we talk about the end credit scenes now? Or okay. Anything if you else? want to talk about that, which I have some questions about. Me too. So uh, the first one yeah. is like a continuation of the Let There Be Carnage end credit scene with Eddie Brock in Mexico. He's uh, at the bar talking about learning about all of the um, heroes of this world. How there's so many of them. Yeah. Uh, a Tin Man, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then right away he gets like poofed back. Yeah. So the when they activate the spell, he's put back into his dimension. But why was he ever even pulled into exactly. this? <laughs> <laughs> he knows the Peter Parker. So here's my theory. Spider Man. My theory. Yeah. Is the symbiotes are all synced together throughout the multiverses, and the symbiote from Spider Man Three, Topher Grace's symbiote, knew it was Peter Parker. Okay. So that's why his symbiote is pulled also from a different multiverse his eddie brock is pulled in yeah okay so technically sinister six was in this movie kind of they're just in there it's just one of them was in mexico the whole time (laughs) um i was thinking is the symbiote when you first get him in uh, the symbiote in the venom movie yeah was it straight from the from space it was from space yeah or was it captured by the guy and it was just in a lab it was a crashed um astronaut project okay where they had found the symbiote i was wondering if maybe that symbiote was on earth already and the symbiote knows peter parker but not eddie brock yeah that's what i think is happening yeah. symbiote knows peter parker in uh in venom's worst yeah 
yeah. Venom's world. It, not 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 related to Tobey Maguire at all. That's what I'm saying. Is just in Venom's world that symbiote might know Peter Parker. So in in Eddie Brock's world, yeah. there is a Peter Parker that is Spider Man. That uh, then they just said Peter Parker, right? Maybe it's not Spider Man. No, but. everyone that got pulled was knows Peter Parker is Spider Man. Okay, I guess so. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe just have it. I don't know. Maybe he's he's keeping a better secret of it. I, I think the symbiote knows, and the symbiote from this is like connected to the symbiote in the Raimi verse. Maybe the symbiote itself um, traveled to different the dimensions. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's that strong. Mm-hmm. But they didn't explain that, right? Like, yeah, they didn't just really explain there. it. Yeah, and then like some of it got left, so that's how Tom Holland's gonna get it. Like, I don't like that connection. You don't like that? No, it's so dumb. That's like. Can we just get the way they get it in the movies? In the <laughs> comic books. <laughs> in the movies. Like, oh, is not watching it now? Um, I think uh, I think it would be kind of interesting if it does get onto the Peter Parker again, to Tom Holland. I think it will. And, and I just don't like the different. origin of it. I, I think it's, it's from not bad. His, from Tom Hardy? This might be a way to just forget about Venom. They might be doing that. They're just, getting rid of Tom Hardy? Yeah. So let's say there's an Eddie... <laughs> What if there's Eddie Brock Here. in the MCU and it is Tom Hardy? Oh. But it's just not the Tom Hardy we've been watching in his movies. You think it's going to come back to him? That would be uh, that'd be interesting where he's just maybe more serious and less yeah. like a goofball. Maybe. I don't know. It's really tough. Okay, here's what I think is going to happen. Peter Parker is not going to go to college, right? All right. So he gets a job as a photographer for the Daily Bugle, right? Really? Yeah. That's oh. one of the comics. He's a photographer, right? For J.K. Simmons? Yeah, but he doesn't know that's spider-man yeah they all forgot yeah i guess i'm just saying like that's still the guy that hates him it's the only one that'll hire him they're only yeah. one hiring they're a new startup news outlet yeah that's true uh and then the only um, one telling the truth and then we get he meets a rival photographer there eddie brock eddie brock wow yeah and they're and assigned you, to go to mexico would you <laughs> would you want it to be tom hardy or no, probably not yeah just have be a different person yeah uh tougher grace <laughs> yeah uh I wonder, yeah, who would I cast for that? But I, so you think there is going to be a Venom still, or he's just going to get the black suit? Do you think he's going to get black suit first, or is gonna, is, yeah, it's going to be Venom? He'll get black suit first. They'll redo the whole Spider-Man gets a symbiote. He's super strong. He realizes it's bad removes it goes on to a different you know what he's gonna dance you know what who's gonna get it it's not gonna be eddie brock it's gonna be the guy that plays scorpion because he's the second venom uh i i think actually uh flash thompson's gonna get it no don't give it to him <laughs> do it uh, do no. it so i think um the scorpion guy will get it he goes to mexico and gets it <laughs> mexico that's you, always, you always catch something in mexico <laughs> that's where i was left yeah why, why is it in mexico like how is it gonna get to peter parker or get to anybody I don't know. Who knows? Is it that, that guy at the freaking bartender? Is he the one that's going to get it first? Yeah, and he goes to New York. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think is going to first learn about uh, Peter Parker being Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Yeah. Is, is he going to meet heroes first and as Spider-Man, just like meet them and then, or is it going to, is he going to, like, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think anyone's going to know it's him for a while. Yeah. Maybe not even for the next two movies or he, something like that. He might reach out to Daredevil because he's suspicious of him, right? He knows about his... Uh, Charlie Cox is like a powers or whatever yeah yeah maybe that could be it but I mean he doesn't have a case anymore that's true because he doesn't know him yeah 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 nobody knows him exactly 
I do like how we're getting poor Spider-Man again. Yeah. We don't, uh, that's one thing I didn't like is he had a tech suit from Tony Stark right away. Yeah, that's true. He kind of washing that kind of theme away from Spider-Man, this like techie. Yeah, we're going back. Um, But I think he's going to maybe be a scientist further down the road and get back into tech stuff. But sure, he's smart. There'll be a pause. Yeah. There'll be a pause on that, right? Mm -hmm. Photographer, I guess, makes sense. Like you said. Yeah. Getting shots of Spider-Man, like the classic thing. Yeah. So uh, I wonder wonder what their whole approaches for the next trilogy my favorite scene in the movie though is when they just showed a bunch of clips from the next doctor strange <laughs> what was that I, I think it was a trailer yeah it was a trailer it's a full trailer right at first full it was like uh, splash clips and then they're like let's just show a full trailer yeah uh <laughs> do you like it do you like what we saw what did we see we saw wanda was there yeah very house of m reminiscent she's like just gardening uh she seemed calm like yeah. she's not crazy or overpowered or like i thought she was gonna be haywire at this point and dr strange was gonna fix her but it looks like she, he's going there to think ask he, for help i think he goes to ask for help she learns more about the multiverse and then and then she goes haywire she's like oh i can pull my kids from another dimension i'm gonna do that mm. and now dr strange is like no you messed it up oh no 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 you can't have that <laughs> i'm tired of kids ruining my spells <laughs> it's all dr strange's fault yeah like everything <laughs> yeah we almost like he's like almost evil yeah it's so strange <laughs> What do you think of Mordo's dreadlocks? Uh, better luck. Better, better luck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think of the evil Doctor Strange look? Worse. Oh, Worse. Pretty bad. Pretty yeah. bad. I mean, what was that? It's like a. It's almost like it looked like a joke. You remember in um, what was it? Uh, what was the last Star Wars movie? Oh, what was that called? <laughs> Rise of Skywalker? Is that yes. Called? Yes. I don't even remember anymore. Sure. But we see a version of Evil Ray. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Do you remember in Scott Pilgrim where there's the evil Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. That's, I was like, that's him. <laughs> it was like a joke. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like, I don't know. I don't know if I like this. So this is the what if version, right? I guess uh, something similar, similar to that. To that. He like looks a little bit different. A Doctor Strange that went too far in the wrong direction. Because uh, that Doctor Strange and what if is kind of a hero at the end of it right like he's also like a guardian yeah but i think that this movie dr strange goes to that evil one for help also that one it's like we're gonna need someone who has no limits to help us Do defeat the, the, the big tentacle monster that we saw we saw, saw a little bit of that thing it was like on the city street yeah i don't know if i like the look of it it looked like a old like superhero type like, uh, thing. i think it fits yeah yeah weird spaghetti type thing <laughs> like a squid i don't know are you gonna be upset if this is more like a house of m where we might get introduced to like some x-men stuff like if magneto appears in this are you gonna be upset in the middle of it or towards the end as this is like a key to get into that maybe maybe towards the end yeah i would be upset i mean that makes sense to me you're the one that's always upset about stuff like just being a fixed everything but what do you expect that's they have to make it work they kind of convinced me with this spider-man movie that's so funny you you trust them now at this point that they can still make a good movie but land where they need to to make the story make sense i do think it's a cop-out way it's like multiverse we can just open the doors to anything but if what we get is really cool i'm okay with it that's what i've been saying this whole time just make a good freaking story do whatever you want make make me entertained (laughs) (laughs) so we got old characters coming back to repraise their roles toby wire and Garfield what if Magneto comes back and it's Fassbender I like I'll be like yeah that's cool let's do that and and it's 
um, Scarlet Witch's dad from like another dimension. I don't know if I like that. That seems like uh, he was. Uh, both of them were pretty good portrayals. He and uh, uh what's his name? He, Ian McKellen. McKellen were pretty both different approaches to the character. I but, don't. I don't really want that. I, I like Fastbender though. Just uh, I thought he was very connected. Good. Yeah. You don't want Fastbender and McAvoy to come back and be the, the still Magneto and Professor X moving on in the MCU. Not really. No, I die because I, I kind of don't want that. I that seems like more baggage than I want actually okay but you're okay with toby mcguire and andrew garfield um and alfred well, that, molina that was just a snow Wayne short Defoe. one episode if there's anything <laughs> that jamie fox that could uh be like that it's like daredevil is actually what's literally that okay right? yeah exactly so daredevil is very good yeah. fastbender is very good most of the time okay yeah sometimes it was like I don't, I don't know like uh first class like that 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 there's there's they can run to that things like that and uh, it's mm-hmm. a diff, whole different production i don't okay. know if they'll come up with it do right. you want it? I wouldn't hate it, but yeah, I don't know. Just give it a, a, someone else a chance for it. I All think right. also think Charlie Cox was not done. Like he, I think he was looking for to another season. Yeah, I think the two of them they've had their go with those movies for a long time now. You think Charlie Cox shows up in that last episode of Hawkeye? Uh, as no, Daredevil? I don't think so. Okay. Just because that would steal from a Hawkeye, like so he's a had good amount. A whole season, <laughs> <laughs> only six episodes. Yeah, it's not that much. Okay. Uh, so are are you not pleased? You're not satisfied with what you saw of Multiverse of Madness? Huh. I didn't even think of that. Um, I might not be. This is supposed to be a big movie. Yeah. You also said they had to reshoot a lot. Yeah, that's true. How do you feel about it? I think Wanda, like, she's bringing the same energy, and that was great from the yeah. show. I like the the combination, like, different combinations of characters we're getting now. Like, yeah. MCU movies, it's not just, you know, one character and they get their movie with a villain. It's like we're throwing in other characters. Like, we're throwing in Wanda and Doctor Strange 2. We're throwing Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. We're just throwing in Doctor Strange number two from the yeah. other universe. We're throwing Thor in with the Guardians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a big, a big more of a, a mix, right? Yeah. It's less a hero villain, hero villain. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So what is he fighting now? It's just like the multiverse crumbling? I think what he did with Spider-Man is just making the fabric of reality even weaker. It's- Doctor Strange has no, like, head on his shoulders. He just cannot keep things together. He's ruining everything. <sighs> Yeah, it's going to take another doctor to come in and, and help him. Some guy like from another country, a ruler of another country. Oh, <laughs> someone that's also a doctor but played in the Mystic Arts at yeah. some point. Some guy that knows both magic and science. Yeah, believe in science. Yeah. <laughs> All right, any last things you want to say about Spider-Man No Way Home that we can stop talking about this thing now and focus on the Batman for the next three months? <laughs> I really want to see it again. I do too. I I'm still not counting it out as the best MCU movie. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. It's a, it might be second. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. And um, honestly, I, I do you wish we got more of the other Spider-Man like moving forward. Oh, like like continue up in like more. I want to see Andrew Garfield again in Spider-Man. Like, give him another movie. That would be interesting. Like, uh, he's uh, more of a chiseled gentleman now. Maybe he's been through it a lot. The way it sounds like, he's like he's just been Spider-Manning. Like, he's not. Yeah, both of them. I think. I mean, like he has nothing else. You know. What yeah, I mean? he's devoted like everything to being Spider-Man. This is all he does. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have uh, a girlfriend anymore. Yeah, it's kind of like Tom Holland. Yeah, like he's just starting at zero also right he doesn't have so, a girlfriend he doesn't have a best friend anymore yeah he's just going spider-manning they can uh 
do the same thing. <laughs> Maybe shoot Tom Holland out of the way. Yeah. Follow Andrew Garfield. <laughs> They've confirmed Spider-Man 4, so that's, that's Tom McGuire. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, is he going to get an amazing uh, that that amazing joke? You're amazing. Yeah, uh, you're amazing. That was, oh, that, you're was amazing. that was that was dumb. I didn't like that. Nah. Uh, yeah, Th- this was a pretty great movie. Now, all the jokes about um, like Tommy McGuire's like he has a sore back and all that stuff. Yeah, I thought that was really good because like he's been doing this the longest. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got less limber, and he's talking about like how they swing. Like their back is always like kind of like bent. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, it's from swinging all the time. I was like, yeah. And then that's they just like crack his back. He's he's well experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I was uh, pretty thrilled through this movie throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I was big smiles the whole time. It was yeah. really fun to watch. Even though we got awful seats, it was still great. <laughs> I thought the seats were good. Yeah, you think so? Pretty good. I was worried about this movie. I thought like it could be bad. You were all down about it. You were like, I'm calling it now. It's not going to be good. I was, prepare- I was preparing myself to be disappointed. You're MJing this whole time. Yeah. All right. But I forgot, with great power comes a really good movie. (laughs) So happy you're wrong. Yeah. I wish there was more Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Really? Well, no, we're going to... We'll get him back. In a movie? Question mark? Next week? Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Finally, last words. Yeah. I got all my predictions right. Did did I? No, I I, didn't. (laughs) Did I get my my least... um, What was it again? Totally forgot. But whatever. Whatever. This is a good movie. This is a good movie. I want to see it again. Any other side stories? Happened upon a new show on HBO Max called Station Eleven. I've uh, never heard of this. Yeah, it's kind of new. It just came out, I think, a couple of days ago, of the, as of this recording. Uh, it uh, it's the scenario is kind of exaggerated real life scenario, kind of in the current because uh, a flu pandemic happens. Okay, <laughs> and the world kind of goes crazy. Um, it stars this character Javeen, um, the actor. Um, do you remember that Beatles movie where the, the Indian guy kind of uh, okay. writes all the Beatles songs? Because yeah, everyone forgets the Beatles existed. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. that guy's the that character Javeen. And he's kind of like this bumbling kind of guy that I think he's like mid twenties or whatever, later twenties maybe, uh-huh. living in New York. And he gets um, kind of stuck. He he learns about the pandemic early on, and he's actually learns about it while watching a play. What? Yeah. Um, and then he, the stuff that happens in the show kind of just happens. It's not really makes sense and kind of uh, is it a flows. serious show? Yeah, it's a serious show. Okay, pretty serious show. Um, and then in the middle of it, he sees this kid actor in the play, right? Uh, Kirsten, that at the end of the play kind of has no one taking care of her. And then Javeen takes it upon himself to like, make sure this kid gets home safe in like New York, right? So she needs to- Wait, this person was in the play or just watching the play? Was in the play. An actor, this little kid. And has nowhere to live. No, just has no one to take her home. Okay. Yeah. All right. And she, like, he realized that she has no, like, guardian to take her, like, parents are not- there all right and so they kind of learn about like the pandemic together and kind of like he doesn't want to tell her like the whole time like there's it's like serious now like and it's true it's like a real thing like the hospitals kind of fill up fast and it's like exaggerated like people getting get crazy fast okay and then it kind of gets into this like last of us feel like the the video game all right where he's trying to take care of this random kid that he has to like figure out how to get home but it turns out they have to like be friends together in this like apocalyptic scenario it doesn't sound good (laughs) it's uh it's not really like a survivalist show of like these apocalyptic things yeah it's more like somber moments throughout the whole thing yeah 
it's it's a uh, it's very strange. I don't I don't know if it, I, I was gonna love the whole series, but these first three episodes that are released so far, yeah, I'm liking them so far. They revolve around one kind of character for the main for each episode. The first one okay. was Javine. The second one is Kirsten. Like two decades later, what into the this like apocalypse of a of and it's a, still going on. It's still going well. It's more like they've moved past it, and the world is like different, different. Like what? electricity is not around, and like <laughs> people. This is too close. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, but then it's like at that point, like it's kind of peaceful now, a little bit. Like she's back to acting, and she's in like this traveling Shakespeare group. Uh, okay, <laughs> right? It's such like I don't know. I don't even get I don't what's know, going on. I don't know where this story's going. But like the moments in it are kind of uh, peaceful and somber at some points. That is like I kind of like this show. Uh, And the third one comes. It's like this older random person. um, This this lady that wrote a graphic novel that Kristen has in the beginning of the show. And it's like how are these people all connected? I don't know. But it's revolving around these characters each episode, and it's jumping into different times. So that third episode, what time period is that? It's back before, like you know, like a month before. Or the, it started. It started. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the person that plays future uh, Kirsten is Mackenzie Davis from *Halt and oh, Catch Fire*. Okay, and uh, freaking *Terminator: Dark Fates*. Yeah, I think she's a great actress. Um, I really like the stuff that she's in. I think she's not. She's maybe the most famous actor on the series. I don't know if she's gonna be the the main character. She might be. I don't know. Is there a main character? I don't know. It's kind of jumbled up. <laughs> it's a different character every episode. Yeah, yeah. The Sounds like Lost. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. It's like that where you're kind of like following different timelines and like kind of different angles of everything. No, I'm lost is what I'm saying. Exactly. It's kind of like you're lost. (laughs) I also don't know why it's called Station Eleven yet. Oh. (laughs) You forgot about the title of the show, right? Like, I don't know. There's... um, like I don't know what's real or not too at some points because the the graphic novel that that lady wrote mm-hmm. is about an astronaut which we also see in like of live action scenes here and there like is that a real astronaut or not is this um it, it, it's like a funny in any way the way Javine is kind of like doesn't know how to handle things is a little bit funny and like Kirsten as a kid is kind of smarter than him at some points okay um so that's kind of funny but it's not laugh out loud <laughs> not at all mm. But it has like the production value of an HBO show because it is on HBO Max. So that's a it's that get that going for it. I like it. I don't know where it's going, and I I don't know how it's all gonna connect and feel cohesive. Yeah. But what I've seen so far, what they released, I like it. <laughs> I am so confused. I kind of am too. But in the middle of watching it, I'm like I kind of like it. There, there's a there's a lot of like uh, actor moments in it because there she was in a play, and there's also like the lead actor plays a huge role in connecting the characters. But he's dead by the start of the show. And it, what? Yeah. It's you, your words on loss. Is like it's a lot like that. Like okay. how are it. How does this all lay out together? Maybe I'll let you finish it before I start. <laughs> I, I don't... I'm not trying to convince you to start it because I'm, I'm not sure if you like it, but... Um, I think the first episode was the best so far. So I'm... Oh, it's getting worse. Maybe. Because <laughs> I like the Javine character, but I don't know where it's going to go. Cause so he, in the third episode, is he in it? No, because it takes place in like a different part of the world, actually. Oh, okay. But in oh. the second episode, he's not in it. Yeah. In the future. Maybe you'll never see him again. I think I will. Okay. In flashbacks or whatever. 
um yeah i like the show that's all i can say it's, it's all- enjoyable like i i don't i don't know where it's gonna go so it's so confusing um but i think it's well made okay yeah station 11 it feels like a fever dream. Uh, yeah, I. You told me about it. I still don't really know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. What's the pandemic? It's like a sickness. It, they they just say flu. Okay, it's a flu. So um, yeah, it it kind of. Uh, I watched a few episodes. Of Why the Last Man? It had some kind of similar like shots of that show. Okay. So um, pretty much the world gets messed up fast. I All also right. don't think like this was the right time to release this thing, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was inspired by true events. Well, it was um. It was a book beforehand. Yeah. So I think they had some plans to uh, make that book into a show, right? At some point. Uh, Maybe this was the perfect time. (laughs) Maybe this was a. Uh, planned way before like years ago possibly because I heard the I looked up the book came out in 2014 and oh so it's like a prophecy uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know the the apocalyptic world they lend themselves in I don't I don't don't know how dangerous it is or not because it's not given the walking dead vibe yet it's Mm. more like they've got it figured out by now so what what happened in between is what I'm curious about (sighs) all right yeah I'll let you keep watching it yeah you don't have to but it's uh, station 11 give it a try maybe those, those um, out there watch like two more and then let me know what's yeah. going on i'm, I'm honestly wait like waiting to watch the next episode like i'm kind of excited about it okay yeah because i again i don't know what's going on <laughs> i'm watching a show that maybe i don't like <laughs> that's right uh, it's on hulu it's called only murders in the building yeah i watched a little bit of this uh, a long time ago actually okay it stars steve martin martin short and selena gomez the classic trio right they've been working for decades together yeah this is the comedy gold right here. Uh, I watch it not because it's a interesting story or great acting. I watch it because they live in a really fancy apartment building. That's right. And it's like, they have really nice stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. Watching TV shows now, it's like you just appreciate nice things. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want to style my apartment like that. Sweet. But essentially, the, the story of the show is a mystery around a murder that happened in their building. That's right. And um, Steve Martin plays like this former somewhat famous actor yeah like yeah. tv actor tv actor martin short plays like this um one-time popular writer for i think like broadway yeah playwright so, like, he's very like showman flamboyant character mm-hmm. uh and then selena gomez is playing like you know this young um new york socialite kind of character mm-hmm. And the three of them are just really intrigued about this murder in their building, and they're trying to figure it out. They make a podcast around it. <laughs> what losers. <laughs> but we're also learning things about these characters that the other characters don't know about them. Uh-uh. Like, uh, spoiler alert, Selena might be connected to this murder somehow. There's been a murder. Yeah. In the building. And um, Martin, uh, Steve Martin might have uh, a past relationship that he... He doesn't really want to talk about or explain. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. And then Martin Short might have uh, financial troubles that could uh, connect him to the murder somehow. Oh, right? wow. He might, he might not. Um, but is the show good? Eh. <laughs> I, I felt the same way. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's funny. I'll say that. Because like, there's two really good comedians in it. Yeah. The show has some very funny parts. I think Martin Short uh, delivers lines funnier. Yeah. In this show, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because Steve Martin plays a little bit more serious, kind of secluded, isolated character. Because he doesn't really want to uh, initially hang out with them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a hermit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Selena Gomez. I want to say stick to singing but I don't think she's that good of a singer either I think she's a pretty I think she may 
makes kind of good songs. Okay. But there's other Disney Channel Nickelodeon people that do a better, better? job. Yeah. yeah. Her acting in it is very stale. When um, there are big moments, yeah. she does not bring it. <laughs> In, in intense moments, in calm moments, in surprising moments, her acting, her voice is just the same. It's monotone. I kind of talk like this the whole time. Yeah. I, I'm questioning how she got the job. I mean, she's a young actress that people know that's willing to work with two old guys. It's it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, Selena, what is she doing with these two guys? Yeah, like, it's they're very great. odd couple style. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think we've seen the best of her in Wizards of Wiggly Place. <laughs> um, the show has good production value and it is interesting. Like, I want to see how, why this murder happened and stuff, but I don't know if the payoff's going to be worth it. Yeah, I think it kind of slogs in slowly yeah. revealing these clues. Yes. That's it. Yeah. It's kind of, it reveals something and I don't feel any closer yeah. to, the, to the answer. Mm. Um, and I think they're trying to connect these things that are not really that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You learn stuff about Selena Gomez that's like... All right, whatever. Yeah, so it's like... Do I need to watch this show? No, I don't need to watch this show. But I, I do enjoy Steve Martin and Martin Short. So yeah. it's like, that's the only thing keeping me on, on board. I think you're just about the point where I stopped watching the show. Okay. So I'm going to give it one more go. And maybe there's something that changes it up and makes it really good. But I'm uh, I'm one foot out the door. <laughs> <laughs> these, uh, the people they're like marketing to, I think it's the same people on the show. It's like these mm. rich New York socialites. Yeah. Well, just like they live in NPR. Manhattan in a building right next to Central Park, so like they're well off. Yeah, and I think that's also their demographic to yeah. watch the show. Yeah, is people that like boring stuff. NPR podcast, <laughs> not comic book podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the funny parts are funny yeah so that's keeping me there i'm gonna keep watching maybe like one or two more episodes if it doesn't get better after that maybe i'll drop off but um i do want to see if it gets better the thing they're basing it on murder podcast serial yeah. killer podcast those are so entertaining it sometimes yeah. i don't i don't get it i'm not a huge fan of true crime stuff but podcasts are good don't you like them some of like you you've I've like listened to the famous one serial yeah that's it okay I've, I've listened to a few some of them get too dark that like because it's audio yeah they can go darker because it's you're not seeing anything i think and i don't want to listen to that i think there's so many like copycat style things like that yeah that it diluted the whole genre to me oh it's everywhere yeah it's a, yeah. probably the biggest podcast yeah. genre and i all those like shows on netflix like making a murder all that stuff like i don't know it's not interesting to me it's boring it's not my bag so yeah maybe true I know some people it. love true crime stuff no, i'm not one of them i like when they make a movie about it i like fake crime fake crime movies <laughs> sure <laughs> Yeah, uh, some some of the great podcasts are the true crime ones, but there's also a lot of them. Yeah, there's too many, I think. Mm -hmm. And the show is about one of them, so I don't know if I'm gonna keep keep watching. Yeah, the funny stuff is is there. Yeah, Martin Short can deliver a line at some points, like laugh out loud. Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting for Chevy Chase to show up to ruin everything, to boot Selena out of the way. <laughs> That's uh, that'd be so good. Three amigos back together. Yes, do that. <laughs> if they solve a, a murder in a Mexican town. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching. Probably, probably, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I think my show is better than yours. I'm maybe more interested in yours now, even though I don't know what's happening. <laughs> that's good. I told you everything. And you still don't know what's happening. <laughs> all right. Uh, you have anything else you want to talk about? Well, that's it for me. But uh, we all have more next week. Yeah. Um. Guys, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. 
Um, we're on all major podcast platforms. And if you want to, please leave us a review on our Apple podcast page. That's the best place to do it. It's the most eyes on it, and it really helps us out. Yeah, we're not solving any murders over here at this podcast. We can find uh, what you guys enjoy on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. We'll be back next week, Monday, to do the finale of Hawkeye. Really like that show. Yeah, totally. And then, um, maybe do another final episode of the year following that. So don't forget that. Daniel, can you hit him with the outro? If you like what we had to say about the movie, then uh, buy a ticket and go watch it if you can still i want to watch it again me too all right see you guys see ya